The following program is rated TV-MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. It's showtime. It is showtime, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Circle May Podcast, episode 122, 122. Señoras y señores, bienvenidos. Aquí es Circle Debate. The host, Steve, is one I've seen. And I'm here with me, familia. The greatest faction of all time, of course. And of course, my family from the League of Extraordinary Podcasts. Let me introduce, of course, the man with the IQ that I wish Tony Cod can have and settle shit down and just tell everybody. Boy. No fighting. No fucking fighting. No fighting. No fucking fighting. Good. And I know Dan would do that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Dan Bakley, Cage by Q. And of course, I have my other hermano, my, my other Philly hermano as well. This guy doesn't really need much intro, but he, he does because he is the, the cycle himself. Deal. He's a big deal. He is the cycle <laughs> himself. He's a producer, the executive producer. He runs the whole show for Top Rope Wrestle Talk. And of course, part of the Rewind Wrestling Network, Mr. D O M Cycle Billy Dog. Let me play his music, though. Yeah, let's go. Uh. <laughs> it's only fitting. <laughs> Oh, Maybe I should have gone D O L. The master go. of none. <laughs> That's right. That is there right. we go. Justin oh. Tom. What's going on, my brother Justin man? Justin. The encyclopedia of knowledge right there of yes. wrestling. Justin. He, is. he definitely is, man. I, right, love, I thought I was good. Oh, man. <laughs> I thought all of us were good, man, but that guy he's has an IQ that fuck I wish I could have. But man, what a packed show we have tonight, ladies and gentlemen, because there's a lot of professional wrestling happening this weekend. We have, mm-hmm. of course, tomorrow we have Out for Glory, and then you have Saturday have Extreme Rules, so we're going to get into all of that and, of course, recap of Dynamite as the director and Matt Callis will be joining us within the hour. But let's talk about before that, I want to talk about what the fuck just happened 24 hours ago because I want to digress this, get this out of the way. And, of course, and I'm talking about these two idiots here. I can tell you what happened. Roosh became the the new leader of HFO. That's what happened. I was gonna say it's you gonna can't be, say uh, LFI because they're gone. <laughs> that, yeah, that's that is gone. Now you have uh, RFO. The you know that's what you're gonna have. That's all all gonna of a sudden, that swerve of Dragon Lee just doesn't feel right. Yeah. <laughs> so of course, with all this debacle occurring, when it all started very brief with Andrade's uh, had a, an interview, you know, and I guess he mentioned Sammy Guevara's name. You know, mentioned that Sammy does not, you know, like the fact that Andrade was too stiff on him. And, of course, there was a back-and-forth altercation on Twitter. You know, Sammy, of course, saying you're a liar on your on your last conversation you had. You're just a jobber. The only reason you're here is for a huge favor. Studio's over favor. You know you want to go back to WWE. Blah, blah, Of course, Andrade, oh, I'm going to meet you on Wednesday. It said to my face, and it did happen. It looks like uh, before the show began, 
I guess what we read in the you know the dirt sheets, how they want to say it. Uh, of course, allegedly, of course, uh, I don't know who's they confronted each other. You know, there's one story, it sent me through the first punch, another you know, story said Andrade through the first punch. So Andrade got sent home. Sammy had to stay yeah. for the main event for, of course, Dynamite. But, you know, there's no control. But now what happens next? And how should should they both be punished? And what's the deal? What's the future of now that holds? I mean, we already had the CM Punk situation. And now we're having this. I mean, Eddie Kingston was Sammy before, you know, prior. And now we're having, of course. So I'll take it to you, D.O.M., how should TK get this rectified? Oh man, I, even the EVPs are still gone. Like breaking news, Brandon Cutler has returned, so everything <laughs> is okay now. But but outside of that, the EVPs, punk. Now you got the. I mean, Jesus Christ! When it comes to it, I I would just I would do the same thing I did with the Bucks I, and with Punk. I just you know what? Fuck you, go home. We don't need mm-hmm. to go home. Like we're doing fine without these four. We can make it without you two. Leave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, goddamn. Even with these two, like Sammy has fucked up in AEW so many times in three years. I've lost count. <laughs> I know the Sasha thing wasn't really him, but he still said it. And it still came out, and it came out during the speaking out movement. Then there was the whole thing with his first fiance and, and Ty. Now there's this shit with Andrade. And even in between, you had the shit with Impact where he was supposed to show up, but he didn't want to, so he said fuck it and all this other stuff. And it's like Sammy Guevara could be one of, if not the biggest stars in AEW at this point if he didn't fuck it up for himself time and time and time again. If I'm Tony Khan at this point, I might look at Sammy and go, you know what? Good luck in your future endeavors, fucker. Get out. Wow. Love it, love it. Dan, what you got for me, baby? What are your thoughts? Uh, there's a lot going on with this situation. First, we thought that it was uh, it was talking about Sean Spears because Sean Spears was saying like goodbye because he's he's taking a, like a while off uh, because of course uh, the wife is pregnant and that's why she left Impact. They want to start a family, so he's going to be out for a long time with that and then uh, raising the kid a little bit before he comes back it could be two years before he comes back so we thought he was talking about that and we're like okay what's underlining about this but then we saw everything with Andrade and according to them uh, like I'm not taking this at face value because of course you know the dirt sheets uh, they're the ones that made it worse uh, is that Andrade came in. Apparently, they were told going into today, uh, well, into Dynamite, don't don't touch each other, don't even confront each other. The, apparently, they had a face to face with Tony Khan the day before, and he said, "Don't do anything." What happens? Yeah, they they start going at it on social media some more. Andrade confronts uh, Sammy. Apparently, Sammy didn't hit him. Apparently. It was it was just saying shit, and then Andrade punched him, and then Sammy pushed him. So that's why Andrade got sent home. Uh, it was probably going to be hard to kind of fix the main event. Uh, the only way I thought they would have been able to fix it is if maybe uh, Jake Hager was there, but I don't think he was at uh, at the building. So maybe they were kind of stuck in a situation where they had to use him, and it's kind of 
awkward the fact that he was getting booed and then he got the pin, even though with how they did it, uh, like uh, they had Jericho hit him with the uh, hit uh, Garcia with the belt to allow him to just pin him. So it was like it made it more realistic. They're like, okay, it was more Jericho causing the the pin than them actually giving uh, Sammy Guevara something to do. And then they just, I guess, just fed into the crowd. But it's like maybe, like I said it before, so I was like, have, have him do the match, set him home for a couple weeks, don't pay him, uh, you know, don't pay him for a couple weeks, have him come back, have a talk with him. You already sit and dry to him because he physically uh, got physical with Sammy, so you, you have to send him home. I said that, like, just like with the Young Bucks and CM Punk, they got physical with each other, they got sent home, as they should have. And Dryde got physical with him. No matter what happened, he got sent home. Sammy dip, didn't, so it's kind of one of those gray areas. So what are you going to do with him? Because he's kind of like the the start of the shit, uh, because this isn't the first time, this isn't the second time, this is the third time uh, he... And he did this. So it's like he's finding a way to get out of it because he technically didn't get physical, but then he's like a repeat offender. So send him home for a couple weeks. You know, yeah. show that you're going to do something. You're not going to let him get away with it. Absolutely. He's young. He's young, dumb, and he's just. He think he he thinks he's, he's full of cum. We already know. We already yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you were thinking three years that motherfucker learned. That's yeah, all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Every year he fucks up. He's got more leeway than CM Punk. Yeah, Shit. yeah, he did. Yeah, definitely he did. But shout out to Clark Street Wrestling Podcast, of course, man. We did ones of podcasting. That's yeah. right. We did ones. My shield brother. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that is right. And of course, uh, my brother De Niro will be back next week as he's recovering still from Looking the surgery. Forward to Looking forward to seeing him back. And I just wanted to see, you know, read just. I was thinking uh, about coming in with doing the De Niro. Like, what's up, passengers? After this commercial where Nick Gage says Delorain, I'm gonna come back and talk about ball deodorant. But I, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's multiple. I know the sh- I know the shtick. You could have let me run the show, son. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there will be multiple different stories coming out of about the situation. The right thing to do is punish both of them. There was no surprise. Tony fucked it up. Yeah, Showed about blatant favoritism towards Sammy. Yes, I, I, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And now, uh, now, here, here, here's the question: what if, he, what if he had him do the match and now he punishes him? How, <laughs> how would you feel about that? Well, he, here's the thing. Now I digress because I've been dying since you see something in the chat. Yeah. Because this shit. Ah. Mm. Well, I need to take a sip of my beer. Michelada. Mm. Give me what All I right. want. <laughs> I want to give you what you want. That's right. Oh, yes. I agree with you know what Justin and Devin is saying. He is an instigator. He is nothing but a child. This guy that loves the attention, that needs the attention because he knows that he's not he, he's not relevant. That's why he tries his best to do what he can on his vlogs. That's why he fucking married, you know, Tay Mello for that reason. He didn't marry her because he fell in yeah. love with her. He married her. And I'm going to say straight out, and I, and I know I'm going to To be fair, people. have I, you seen I, that ass? I'll go, uh, hey, 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 hold on. I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm saying. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But I'm saying, look. And, and, I mean, and she's I mean fine. This, and I mean this with all respect <laughs> to Tay Mello. We know why he married yeah. her. We, and how quickly he did. I mean, we know that. The attention. And that's what this stupid ass is asking for. It's for the center of attention. Knowing that Daniel Garcia is getting more of the attention than he is, yeah. 
knowing that Darvin is already up there getting more of the attraction than he is. MJF, sure. of course, is the number one there. He's supposed to be one of the pillars of all elite wrestling being the future of this of that organization. And three times of this act. Well, I mean, obviously, the first one I'm not gonna say. I mean, it happens, they found whatever they found on your seat on the during the speak movement. It it happens, shit happens. Okay, well, I let that slide. But what they, you know, with Eddie Kingston, come on now. That's what I mean. I forgot Eddie's about that one. Thank you. Structure, yeah. structure. That's and now with time. this, yeah. But there's no need to put this on social media. Why? Because you want the center of fucking attention. Yeah. And, and then I'm not going to just put it all on him. I'm going to put it on Dwight too. Just because you married to the Hall of Famers, 16-time world champion, you want to act like if you were a 16-time world heavyweight champion, you're not a 16-time. You're nothing. And, 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 and I'm say, sorry. Have you won and, a world championship outside exactly. of the <laughs> because, of your, because of your attitude, you want to act your 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 top Just shit. Just Let me remind you your career. Oh right. Andrade. Let me remind you. You came from Consejo Mundial. You were a nobody until Rouge put you in. Your own cousin put you in into those ingobernables. La Sombra was a mid Carter and put you in there. And then mm-hmm. when you went to New Japan, you made yourself more famous. Then we came to NXT. Papa H elevated you to that you know to that extent. Your ego is so full of it. It's so much far up your ass. Take it out of it. You need to stop. If that you want to go, if you really wanted to go, then leave. But do not go back to WWE. Go to New Japan. Go to Mexico. You don't deserve to be in the States. For that reason, because of your attitudeism, your egotism, that you want to act like you, you earn it, that you deserve it, kiss my ass. You don't deserve shit because of that attitude, because of that ego. You're not the shit just because you're married, married to the Hall of Famer's daughter. No, I'm sorry. I'm digressing because it pisses nah. me off. Keep going. These two, these two, I'm loving it. These two Get them. <laughs> are supposed to be professional. You're supposed to help the alternative to build. You left WWE to help another organization. I get it. Get I blame Tony Khan too. Another one who's a dumbass. Doesn't know how to book shit. Who needs to fucking learn. He needs to have a voice, a leader. He needs to have a William Regal. Man, I wish Jake was 20 years younger because he will put everybody on check. I guarantee that. I wish Taker would hire Taker to this day. Oh, I would hire shit. Taker. Put him, and he will put everybody on notice. You know how quick that locker room would change? Oh, you <laughs> Whatever you say, Mr. Mark, sir. <laughs> By the way, whatever you say, I just digress because this is bullshit. And, but then I think could it be a work? Is Tony Khan that desperate to allow this to happen because his competition, quote on that, is now getting the eyes more than his own product? Is it? Are you you're allowing this to get eyes to your product for that reason? And if he is, that is the most pathetic move that I ever I don't ever think, has. Seen. No, that would be. I, 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 I don't think that's happening because I don't even think they're getting that more uh, eyes on him. Anyway, yeah, but companies are it's been like six crazy weeks. Is, it's been like, like six but, weeks in a row. I don't know about this week, but before that it was like five, six weeks in a row that AEW has been over a million viewers, which yeah. is something that was not happening. It actually started happening right before the fight, and their numbers got better after. Yeah, yeah. So 
I don't even if they were trying to use this like, oh well, maybe the fight got our numbers up. Let's just have people fight. That'd be the dumbest fucking thing on earth. Because the fight is I think not what got I, it. I, the television you produced after the fact was what got those viewers in. People wanted to see how you were going to respond, and that roster responded. And what I, what I hate, the, 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 I try not to say too much about it because um, I, I'm not quiet about it, but I'm getting sick and tired of the dirt sheets. This is the problem here. Get them. Dirt sheets are the problem here. <laughs> right here. The, the dirt sheets. I'm with, you know what? I'm with Devin here. I'm with Devin. I've come to the, I've Fuck come them to the damn sheets. Fuck them dirt sheets. I'm, I'm there with This you. guy hit this guy. No, this guy hit that guy. When you're bullshit, you'll put out any story there is because, so people because, will click it. Because this is this isn't something we should know about. This isn't anything that should be relevant. If this is happening, mm. it should just be something that's happening in the locker room. And of course, it's the same guy doing it, the same uh, person having issues. All it's doing is it's hurting AEW. It's hurting Tony Khan. We're talking about Tony Khan right now, not controlling the locker room uh, when he just. Uh, Put uh, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, uh, you got CM Punk, and a couple other guys on indefinite suspensions. Uh-huh. He had to do that because it, because it was out there already. They put it out there the with the media scrum, so we knew about that. But then the dirt sheets put everything out about the uh, the whole fight and everything in the locker room. That's something you keep back there. Like Jericho said, you keep everything in the locker room. And of course, yeah. it's not getting, being kept in the locker room. Yeah. It's not. And absolutely. now we're talking about the company hey, in a negative way. You know what? Like, and I see where so- Devin is coming from with this comment about, you know, what Tony does on Twitter and shit. Like, yeah, Tony can do whatever the fuck he wants because he's the boss. Yeah. If your boss leaves early from work every fucking day, he will keep his job. If you do it, you will be fucking fired. Yeah. No, Facts. I agree. Before the internet, this type of shit ever happens at the time, no one ever knew until someone was oh, talking about absolutely, it. Man. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I absolutely, man. I said that earlier Just... today. Like Hogan and Randy Savage had a real life beef that we found found out about like late 90s. That shit had been going on since the 80s. It took internet and yeah. Google to come around for us to even think. <laughs> no, and, and I agree. I agree. You know, with, uh, you know, you know, Smack Raw. I mean, yes, it does set it in a bad example, which I mean, I've. Look, Devin, I'm not blaming these two. I blame these two, not only them, them two, because they could have just do not put this out there on social media. Yeah. Why yeah. do you do that? There's no and, reason and to. If, if you want to be a man, be- talk about it. You talk about it face to face. Why can't it go back to the territory days? All right, you guys want to duke it out? There's a ring and there's nobody here. Fight it off and then brush it off and then get back yeah. to work. That's what I would be like old school days. You know what? We're going to clear and the locker room. We you two know. are going to fight. And when it's over, I I don't want to hear it out. (laughs) I bet you this happened so many times in WWE. We just didn't hear about it because the dirt sheets didn't get a hold of it. That's where the the problem lies there is it's it's probably happening all the time in just wrestling in general. It's just that in AEW, everybody finds out about it because of the Meltzers and Averezes because they want to get it out there. They want you to know the inside (laughs) scoop. I used to want to do the inside scoop. Now I don't because it's affecting the product in a yeah. bad way. I, I agree. All I want, all I want to hear from the the dirt sheets is, "Hey, this match is being done tonight. Uh, they just scheduled it, or the sky's hurt." That's it. 
Those two things. Yeah. A match, a match, or say or this injury. guy's on the move and let it be legit. Yeah. You know that yeah. kind of yeah. thing. That kind of thing works for yeah. me. But I don't need to know all this shit. I'm trying to enjoy wrestling, and this is just like yeah. Yeah. we are. We have spent what now 20 minutes talk about yeah. these two, and yeah. to be real with you. This is like if you're in high school and two kind of popular kids get in a fight and you weren't around to see it. And somebody tells you later, like, oh, they were fighting. You're like, whatever. And it's, take, and it's taken away from a, it's taken away. <laughs> here from we are. Month. It's taken away from a great month that uh, yes. AEW has had since, that, the, since the media. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That, it's Help. taken away from a great month that uh, Tony Khan has done with booking. And where we've had some good dynamites, some good <laughs> rampages, which we, we which we are not used to seeing. Guys are getting shots that we normally haven't seen because of uh, certain people being suspended and they're performing. They're yeah. doing what they need to do, and the product mm. has been good again. But now, just like you said, instead of talking about that, we're talking about this. Just like with how great of a tag match at uh, All Out. Instead of talking about that, we were talking about the media scrum yeah. and the Young Bucks and Kenny like Omega even, and CM Punk. Yeah. It's even just the anniversary sucks. show was damn good, but we're leading yeah. with the fuckboy just challenged the poser preppy to a fight. Yeah. 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 Well, fuck that. Let's just move on. I want to go ahead and move fuck on. All that. Fuck all that. <laughs> I want to talk about you know what, Sammy? Wanna... I'm going to say it. You suck. Fight me. There you go. <laughs> Oh man, so you ain't gotta twist it up in reports, it's on video. (laughs) (laughs) Andrade, you're a jobber. (laughs) (laughs) Want to talk about, of course, Papa H making some moves for the new season premieres of SmackDown, of course, and Raw and NXT. The announcement teams have been changed. Of course, we do have now the the SmackDown ones right here, and and then we do have the Raw team right here. And then we do have Kathy Kelly, but she's back, so I'm happy that she's back. So that's yeah, yeah. great. Okay. And then of course we have the NXT, which Booker T is on NXT. So I am. I, I think that's Reed. temporary. I think that's just temporary. What the hell is Jimmy think, Smith? It, what the hell it, is Jimmy <laughs> Smith? He got relieved of his duties. Yeah, that's he, he said he's done with WWE. I don't know if he got relieved or yeah. if he just left on his own, but he put out a tweet today saying that he was done well, with WWE. Like, and it looks like he, yeah, it looks like by I guess according to what he's saying is that yeah, he actually he's he's done with the company, so he left. So yeah. I mean, yeah. I like Jimmy Smith. He did he didn't do a bad job. It, it, and this, great. this is he's, about... he's probably gonna go back. He's probably gonna go back <laughs> and do that and uh, the MMA content that he was doing. <laughs> He's a busy guy with the podcast that he does. Oh, and, and this is about a th- th- at, at, this is what we're going to get for at least three, maybe four months until Pat McAfee comes back from college game day. And yeah. then they're going to have to switch this shit around again. And then McAfee will go back to SmackDown. We will go back to NXT and then boom. A lot of people yeah. think it's going to be three man, but it's going to be two man. Can I, two, two, can I be two. honest? I almost, I almost hope Wade Barrett goes back to SmackDown. And they move Corey to fucking NXT. Well, Wade Barrett is on SmackDown. Well, no, uh, no, yeah. I, I know. I'm saying like if Corey. Pat comes back, I'm hoping they move Wade to Raw and move Corey to NXT. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I would rather have Wade at the table for three hours than Corey. That that he, he he's done a great job. Imagine if they would have had like a they wouldn't because they basically do the same job. Pat and Wade do a uh, do a show together, but they do the same. Job, so it could never happen. Exactly. Um, yeah, but I, I'm really happy for them, man. I'm 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 happy yeah. for these changes. I'm bored to see tomorrow's SmackDown. 
So I mean, so who gets? It, oh, yeah, it's Pat, Booker. It, Booker's just filling Booker in. Uh, yeah, he's filling in. He's not gonna stay. I don't think you're so. gonna he's hear. Too, you're gonna hear a lot of Shucky Ducky Quack Quack. Shucky like Ducky Quack Quack Quack. Okay, <laughs> he might even bring back like his fave five for NXT and just start oh, promoting certain people. But I but will not. You, be you'll get that for like three, four months, and then he'll be gone, and Pat will come back, and they'll adjust. Uh, that, that's it. Roxanne's Roxanne's winning the title next month. Now that he Booker. Is on commentary. Oh, that's that right. Is right. Hey, right? you're calling it right now. Reality of wrestling, homie. Right now at 10:33 <laughs> Eastern Standard Time, October 6th. I'm noting it. it. I'm noting it down right there. I'm right writing now. it. <laughs> <laughs> Roxy right. becomes NXT See Women's it. Champ. Sorry, oh. Mandy. <laughs> oh man, but yes. Sorry, Not- a year a year's too much for you, you know. No, shout out to Wade Barrett though, because <laughs> I I I love that guy. In the ring, but on commentary since like yeah. NWA Power. So oh, yeah. I, I'm excited to see him get on SmackDown the, and work the, with the, Cole. The, the very beginning, the very beginning, yeah, he did a great. Right job after they that. got rid of Corny. If you remember when NWA Power debuted, they had Corny at the table. He said, the "Oh yeah, bullshit, yeah, yeah." And well, they yeah, fired well, his ass over. Yeah. That, yeah, and then they brought that. in Wade Barrett to replace yeah. him, and then eventually yeah. he moved on to NXT. Yeah. I remember that. But I love that dude at the table. He is fucking amazing. <laughs> he is. He's, oh, he's had a great transition over from uh, wrestling to counting. Uh, oh, let's get into Absolutely. it, man. For Friday night, you have, of course, Bound for Glory. And there you go for tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. I'm looking forward on Impact Plus and on YouTube. For God's sakes, guys, it won't hurt to pay like well, a couple bucks to help impact your wrestling because you know what? And I, you know, I think all of us here hardly talks about impact, but this card itself looks fantastic. I'm happy for Raven being in the Hall of Fame. I'm looking forward for that. And mm-hmm. man, and of course, Brian Myers is going to be, of course, open challenge for the media championship. You have the, oh, you know, open shot, you know, your gauntlet match, uh, opening the show, Mia Yim versus Mickey James. The exhibition title on the line. This is Mike Bailey, Speedball Mike Bailey versus Frank Kazarian. The Knockouts Women's Tag Team Titles, VXT versus Death Dolls uh, was Havoc mm-hmm. and um, Ty. Ty, Valkyrie. Yeah. And of course, uh, the Impact Tag Team Championships, the OGK, of course, is the original kingdom right there, versus the Machine Guns, the Knockouts Women's Championship, Jordan Grace defending it versus Masha Stamovich, and the main event. For the Impact World Heavyweight Championship, Josh Alexander versus Eddie Edwards. Man, which match you guys are looking forward to, man? That is fire, to be honest, man. Man, that whole ass card. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I think the Knockouts tag title match is going to be amazing. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I've been a huge fan of Jessica Havoc for yes, the longest yeah. fucking time. Underrated. And the way that she has changed that. Her whole gimmick and character and persona into this like nubile baby demon sort of thing is just mwah. like I fucking love it. <laughs> and, and, and not only that, I mean they're you know four of the best women in wrestling in a tag match. You can't yeah. you can't go wrong with that. But like every damn near every match on the card looks. Amazing. I mean, Eddie Edwards and Josh Alexander should put on an absolute show. But I'm looking to I'm looking forward to that knockouts tag title match myself. Okay. Yeah, 
when we get off, I'm going to be watching, uh, of course, Impact uh, on YouTube. I'll be watching that when we get off so I can catch the, the go-home edition of it. But uh, put, put the matches up because it's like there's so many good ones. It's like yeah, they've done, a, they've done like a great job. Like I'm wondering who answers the call for Brian Myers. Like I watched it last week where he came out and was like, I've beaten everybody for the digital media title these past three months. Like no one, there's no one left for me to beat. So I'm just gonna throw well, a, like a, my go to. My go to is usually Jeremy Prophet, but I know he's down working yeah. at the Nightmare Factory. So it's Fuck. like, so it's like, <laughs> so I got a lot. Well, of congratulations, intrigue. anyway. So I got a lot of intrigue in that match because I'm like, who's going to challenge him? Who who's going to pop up? It could be anybody. Anybody and anybody like so. And if, and if I got a lot like, of intrigue I, in that, yeah, can I good. ask you all a question real quick? Did any of you believe that Mickey James was actually going to retire? No, <laughs> me neither. Okay. She's not ready. She is not ready to retire. She has a lot. to go, man. She's she has like at least another year or so. <laughs> She's too damn you'd, good. You'd, I you'd, knew it was bullshit. And Matt, like you would have to watch the. You would have to watch the past year of Brian Myers. That, that's why. Uh, yeah. he's done Brian a great job. Yeah, I love transitioning his here. character as like the the most professional wrestler in Impact. He, he's just hmm. re- redefined his character so far. Uh, and yeah, Impact he actually has wins given him, every once in a while. That's new. Yeah, the, uh, Impact has given him freedom with his character, uh, which is uh, something that he needed, especially once uh, Cardona left. Uh, uh, and got hurt, and it's, it just came back for NWA. I'm looking forward to that Speedball Mike Bailey versus uh, yes. Frankie Kazarian. That's going to be high octane match. Like, of course, Speedball is yes. going to win, but I'd, I'd be interested if oh. Kazarian were to uh, actually win that. Because oh, then... can Frankie bring Tracy Brooks back? When it was Honor yeah, uh, No More versus uh, Impact, yeah, she was right. There. Oh, I, yeah, Impact, she was there. Yeah. yeah, Team Impact, she was there. I'd love to see her come back with Frankie for that match. And anything yeah. speedball I'm in on. But an Impact original? Hell yeah. I'm oh, going to go with uh, Jordan Grace and uh, Masha Slamovich. I think that's going to be a very good match. They've been uh, booking uh, Masha as undefeated, of course. She just had an awesome Monsters Ball match right after yeah, Jordan Grace had the... Uh, fight uh, a tough matchup at uh, the Impact Plus pay-per-view. She mm-hmm, had a right. tough one there, uh, which was great. Uh, I think that's going to be great. I think they're shaping up uh, Slamovich to win the title here and be one of those heel undefeated wrestlers. She doesn't look the part, but she acts the part of a, a dominant a, a wrestler oh, yeah. with the, with their personality. And you're starting to see a little bit more personality out of her. And now she just goes in there. She's and she just she she's just pictured Jade now. Cargill, but better. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but Jade's better on the mic, and she has Jade's better on the mic, and she has the better look. But okay, yeah, Masha, True. but Masha is the better wrestler. In ring, yeah, all Masha has the better. <laughs> exactly, I'll, all I'll Masha. Tell you this, man, I'm with you. That that match, that monstrous ball match that Masha had with Ali Catch, fuck, it was oh. insane. Brutal. Hey, I enjoyed it. it. Yeah. And, and how we how we gonna go? And how we gonna go talk about these and not mention 
the Motor City machine guns against an OGK. The, uh, an OGK. That's what I mean. Come Pick on a now. match. They're all fire. You're not yeah, wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, I, like, I think Motor City machine guns should win this match. They should win this match, get that big moment and the, towards the end of their career. And, yeah, Matt just said she sounds like the most 80s wrestling name. It definitely does. But, you know, okay, okay, Ridley, you're not it. wrong. She's like the female version of Ivan Drago. Pretty yes. much. I will crush I must you. break you. I must break you. <laughs> yeah. remember, uh, um, oh, God, I can't remember the character from Globe, but it was in the series. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. actual... oh, yes. Oh, yes. In Mother Russia. You know. Mother Russia. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's Masha. That's, that's pretty, oh my. <laughs> a total throwback to that glow character, man. Oh my god! But uh, the whole card is fucking stacked, man. It's gonna be a hell of a banger, banger, banger. Tim TK, yeah. there you go. TK, we we TK. see you. We got the you. real Even TK. Not we here. got you, bro. But man. you're probably asleep somewhere. But we still got you. <laughs> I really I feel that the main event's gonna be. I uh, I think. Something it's going to be as expected. Eddie Edwards. I think yeah. Eddie Edwards might win this shit. I think he might be the one taking wow. the vote. How, how, good, how good has he gotten uh, in the past six years going from, oh, just just winning the title because they needed to take it off of Bobby uh, yeah. when, uh, when, of course, Steve Richards got hurt when they are at the highest as the American Wolves, yeah. to, then, to then going into hardcore Eddie Edwards – and then now mm-hmm. it's like it's like each year like he's just developing this new layer of his character, and now he's with Otto no more, and he's like F Impact, I'm gonna win this title, and I'm, right. I'm gonna that make heel turn of it. Yeah. That heel turn when Honor no more came in, holy shit, that was a moment. <laughs> and, then this, and then him with his wife Alicia, he was like, no, he was like, they did this to me, they disrespected us. And you're just gonna stay with them. Lisha is always against him. There don't go, go after he, Sammy. Don't turn. Don't. So, he found the name Zoya the Destroyer. There you go. Zoya, Zoya. the Destroyer. Thank you. Thank yes. you, Riddler. It, I knew it was the glow Thank character. You, I couldn't remember the damn name. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> that's Masha Slamovich. No lies. Yes. Oh my yeah. god. It, you know what? I, yeah, I'm with you. Then I think if Eddie winning it all because of the way how he, he ever since. His first one, his first run with a belt wasn't the best. Like, I, I hate to say that, but I think this run that he, I think, will be better because was even even the, even the even the second one wasn't great. The second one he won at Battle yes. for Glory yeah. because of uh, Tessa Blanchard yeah. going away to Mexico, yeah. and she hasn't been found since. Uh, but uh, yeah. she's been everywhere the, because she was supposed to do true. that do that uh, actually that wait. that match at Battle for Glory. And then Eric Young into... win it after Tessa went to Mexico. No, it was... no, no. Eddie Eddie Edwards won it, and then uh, and then uh, then he won it from Eddie Edwards. Yeah, Eric oh, okay. Young got I thought Tessa yeah. Tessa sent it back, and then he debuted at yeah. a pay, at, at like no. Slammiversary and won it that no, night. No, no, he debuted at Slammiversary. He, he didn't win it until like a month after uh, Bamble Glory when there was no okay. crowd. My bad, my bad. I knew it was no crowd, but I I, yeah. I had it mixed up. Yeah, she just disappeared for like five it's months. It's late on the East Coast, guys. I apologize. <laughs> but I'm, I am looking forward. So make sure you guys tune in for that. Now yeah, we got to move absolutely. into another prediction. So the other prediction, of course, happening Saturday. 
and that is Extreme Rules. Papa say, H. Get that music again, god damn it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Papa, right? Hell yeah. Papa H, Extreme Rules, again with six matches on this card. He is really doing it like TakeOver style, and I am fucking loving it. And man, let's just get into the damn card. And the, and, and the beauty of it, that all of them have different stipulations. <laughs> That's the fucking beauty of it. Oh, thank you, Papa H. Thank you. You're making shit happen. You're, ma- you're making extreme rules what's supposed to be Vinny. So that's thank you. Watchable. Yeah. It's yes, watchable. Exactly. But man, let's get into the fucking first match. Quid match. Timbala versus Edge. Take it to you, DOM. Who do you got on this one? Oh man! As long as the top rope doesn't break this year, I'll be good. Like I don't care who wins. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad for Finn last year. As long as the top rope don't break, like uh, no, I think I think at this point Finn Balor needs that win. Like Judgment Day's back on track. They got Baby Guerrero in the building finally, and, and he's Rhea's poppy, which or, or Rhea's baby, which is just crazy she's his poppy like like they're finally starting to get to a spot where they're reestablished because edge was removed from the group for finn balor to lose this match would set them back and not only that i'm almost wondering if maybe aj styles comes around and helps finn beat edge to get revenge on edge and join his buddy You saw him kind of mad after that tag match. Yeah. Yeah. And you saw him kind of thinking about what, what Finn had said before he got his ass kicked again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe AJ Styles getting sick of getting his ass kicked. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Oh. Dan, what do you got? I got Finn Balor, but I think I got a different take on it. Uh-oh. What if... Beth Phoenix comes out, and that's why he says I quit because they, because you got Ray Ripley, uh, grab her, and she starts beating on her, and to the point where they're like, just say I quit, or or like, or we're gonna hurt her, we're gonna break her arm, or something like that, you know. And it's like that that would be his one weakness is his family, is his wife Beth Phoenix, and it would, and they've been talking about get her into the. The whole thing as well, and you haven't seen her. You saw her go in. What was it a month ago to save him, and then she disappeared again. This would be a way to get her back into the ring for uh, for a potential match at Survivor Series. You could get her involved, where you have like three guys in a car against three guys in a car. You know, you like with the Survivor Series match, you need that female involved in the match to, to kind of go against Rhea Ripley. And the only one I can think of is Beth Phoenix, and this mm. is a way to inter- interject her into the into the storyline. They did tease so, us with that. Yeah, that's very, very true. A very, while back, very thin, like like a month ago. So I could see that being how he says I quit. Just that, like he's not necessarily going to be up. It's just that he wants them to stop uh, hurting her, and uh, or Ray to stop hurting her. So he just says I quit to end the match, give him the win. And then to advance the storyline a little bit more. 
Mm, I like that. I like that theory. Yeah. I really do. And I see Randy Sam giving his theory here on the comments saying that we might see the Good Brothers show up. So either hear me out, no guys age loses by bringing out the best of time. I don't think that happens. Yeah. There's too too much involved with that. Yeah, too, I, yeah. I don't really think we need the club back in WWE either. Well, like, consider, uh, I like it. Well, and, oh, one my of them, bad, Matt. I said Riddler. I meant Ritter. Uh, my, my bad. <laughs> well, considering a machine gun is a never open weight champion right now, and he has to defend it next month, it's kind of a conflict of interest. Uh, if yeah. he came into WWE uh, on Saturday, uh, hey, it will be. <laughs> I, I like both of you guys. How you guys? I mean, shit. There's a lot of theories mm-hmm. to this. I mean, there's so many. There's so many ways how you could. This could be played, you know. Like, I still want Finn. I mean, judgment needs to win. I feel like if, if Edge wins, then what is the point of judgment? Then you're having him lose almost every other fucking week. You're gonna have him make him lose already here. <laughs> like, what's the point of the judgment? Then I mean, then guess they, what? If, We're gonna see him like retribution. I don't want to see him like retribution. No, no. If you go, no. if you go, if you go and have they the, need have to be. Lose. If they need to be more lose, hurt yeah. business and less retribution. Yeah. Yes, thank you. It's like it's like if you have been lose, it'd be like, oh, this is a group that all they did was brainwash a child to go against his father. That's it. Which we all wanted, so thank you. Yeah. But I mean, it's a big thing, but they still need more. Oh, I don't think AJ, AJ joins. joins Judge, I think he does. I don't think he, I don't think he does because. What was the point of him? Like they they made a big deal out of nowhere of of showcasing the fact that he did a couple uh, live live events with uh, against Roman Reigns. Like he did a couple of live events. I have a feeling that he doesn't. And then down the line, he's he's going to go for the world title. That's where he actually gets what if, as a main event. Talent. What if he joins Judgment Day so that the numbers game is even with the bloodline? So you're going to have two heel factions go up against each other? Why the hell not? I wouldn't mind that. Why not? Heel on heel crime is amazing, and it rarely happens. Dajakovic joins Judgment Day. I mean, I I wouldn't mind Dajakovic being in the Judgment Day either. Does he get to be Dajakovic again, or is he still T-Bar? Because there's a big difference. I'm just saying. Your eyes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Man, I I seriously thought that dude was stalking my family throughout his pro wrestling career because he started out in ROH as Donovan Dijak, and Donovan is my son's name. And then he went to NXT and he became Dominic. And I was like, wait a minute. Hey, 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 that's conflict of interest because what's uh, what's uh, Ray's son's name? Dominic. Uh, I'm your puppy. <laughs> you got your name for me. See, look, you and De Niro saying exactly what we told you. Like, hey, versus the bloodline of war games. War games. That could happen. Have AJ join. There you go. Bloodline versus. There you go. There. If they do like a raw for SmackDown, I could see it. And Lord knows, I bet Rhea Ripley could fuck Sami Zayn up. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. She's bigger than Sammy. Oh man, <laughs> beautiful, bigger than Sammy. Man, we got a, a good old fashioned Donnie Brook matchup here. We got the oh, Imperium boy. versus the Brawling Brutes. Break out the shillelaghs! Break out the shillelaghs! Banger, 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 TK. 
<laughs> That's what I'm praying for, man. Oh, I'm praying. Man. I'm praying for a banger yeah, right here, man. Please. The whole car. I'm like, please. Please. You can't bring this shit to Philly and call it extreme and have it suck. <laughs> because those people won't make it out of the building. <laughs> Am I wrong, Dan? Am I wrong, Dude, Dan? If that show sucks and it's in Philly and it's got extreme attached to it, that building is getting burnt down with everybody in it. <laughs> they, they had to do something with the, the big event that they're having in Atlantic City. They, right. they had to, they, we they, in Philly have good. done worse for less, is all yeah. I'm saying. Love us or hate us, and I love you, but we have done worse for less. <laughs> so if they break out shillelaghs and start having some cartoon war... It, it could I lead better to some see shit. fucking beer glass <laughs> everywhere too. I better see all of that. I right, do. break out the James Storm candy glass beer bottles. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna see. You're gonna see Dave Finley run out of nowhere and then just run. Past <laughs> <the screen. laughs> hey, if I see Horn, if I see Hornswoggle running yes. out of nowhere, oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> could you imagine Hornswoggle popping out from under the ring and like yeah. shooting somebody with a fireball or some shit? <laughs> He hits he he hits Lovebick in the head like, and then just disappears again. <laughs> oh my god! I wish Pepsi Phil was watching. He is like oh, the, oh the president of the Hornswoggle Appreciation Society. He would love this shit. <laughs> oh yes! Oh my god! I can just picture Hornswoggle coming out of nowhere. And let's not <laughs> let's not forget that uh, t- tomorrow I can't, the, having... I can't get the image out of my head. I'm sorry, Dan. Oh, oh, I'm like cracking Gunther in the head with a fucking shillelagh while he's down in the ring. <laughs> I fucking love it, dude. Irish for life. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh. Oh, real tears. Oh, but like, like, you know, like you know how sh- how. Uh, uh, where Holland has to hold Butch away. He's like, come on, get back. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just picturing Finley holding back Hornswoggle from getting into the match. You know, like, like, get back. We're just holding back. Butch, but back Butch is holding Swoggle. Like, no, you can't go either if I can't. <laughs> you let him go, they start humping people's legs. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Who can do it faster, Butcher? Who can do it faster, Butcher? But... Who could do a faster butcher one swagger? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. We're going back to the attitude era. We got a pump oh, contest. We get a little uh, counter. Ding 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 ding. Shit. Talk about oh. TV mature. Uh, uh, <laughs> Thank please. God he put that MA shit up. Woo! <laughs> uh-huh. Who do, you, oh. who, do you, who do you got, Dom? Who do you got in this one? <laughs> you know what? I, I'm going to I'm gonna go with Imperium. I mean, it, it, nothing against the Brawling Brutes, but they've been hot. They just got back together. Gunther is actually bringing prestige back to the Intercontinental title. I think somehow they managed to beat these Brutes at technically their own game, even though it's basically Sheamus's game. Like, you know, because he's the only Irish one, really. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the three, there's Seamus. You know, that's it. <laughs> so I think Imperium, they're a little bit more focused. They're a little bit more violent. And, and you know, getting them back together was a wonderful idea. Thank God. 
Give them the win. Let let their let them keep skyrocketing. It, it's not going to hurt the brawling brutes at this point. People seem to fucking love Sheamus since that match at Clash at the Castle, and I and I don't blame them. Even the I'm, brutes like are to... starting to get even uh, Ridge and, and Butch. I I don't want to call them that, but I'm gonna yeah. have gotten have gotten a little further, you know, with the crowd and and that sort of did thing. You see, but... they changed the well on NXT. They cha- I guess they changed the brawling brutes uh, music. Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah, they did. What, they did. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, it was it was huh. really, I loved it too. Right. What I do you got, Dan? Well, we're first. Uh, they're having the IC title on SmackDown tomorrow between Sheamus and Gunther. I think Gunther's going to win that uh, with a little bit of help, and then with this one uh, being a day later, I got the Brown Brutes because I I feel like okay, Gunther's going to retain. He's going to keep himself. Intact, yeah, look dominant, but then it's gonna come in here. He he doesn't have to play a factor in the decision, and I feel like Lugbik's gonna wind up taking the pin. I think you have the Braun Brutes pull this one out, Slugfest. This is gonna be a great match, and it's a way for the Braun Brutes to to go over on this match without hurting Gunther at all. Um, you're absolutely. I, I mean, that. you're. I can see that. I can see that. I'm sorry, I had to mute myself, but Brian's comment just had me dying again, so I didn't want to laugh <laughs> over your. <laughs> if Hornswoggle shows up in Philly, the Sandman needs to treat him like a pinata. Well, well, well away with a barbed wire pen and drink a cup of beer to light up a cigarette. Right. If the oh, Sandman man. shows up hey. in the arena in this day and age, he's gonna show up with a white claw and a fucking vape. <laughs> Can I say that wouldn't be the first time something like that happened in Philly? Oh, no. no, no, it wouldn't. Not even, not even close. That's no. pretty much a Tuesday in Philly. I'm not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, seriously, if Sandman shows up in the arena, it's gonna be like White Claw vape. <laughs> oh man! I love well, you. they can't use Enter Sandman, but you know, they can't sucks, man. Uh, yeah, I'm with you too, man. I, I think uh, I, I'm with you. I gotta go with Dan on this one. I think I think uh, the Brawling Brutes will retain, will win because how you mentioned about tomorrow night SmackDown, Gunther will, re- will retain Lice versus Sheamus, and that's gonna be a banger match. I'm hoping will be so TK banger. So, and I'm looking forward to seeing how bang, that bang, one turns up. Banger, banger, banger. Oh, I always wanted to do that. Banger, banger, banger. <laughs> and, and, and potentially, potentially, they're gonna have another faction. On SmackDown because apparently Legado de Fantasmo oh, might yes. appear on SmackDown tomorrow because they're going to be on the Blue Brain. Allegedly. Uh, <laughs> let me go ahead and introduce, yeah. of course, this man right here. Let us write the Invisible Man apart. You can't see me. MDC Matt Callis is here, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I don't have the glasses right now, but I've got a really great pillow for my butt. So, oh my god! (laughs) I mean, comfort is key. Yeah. What's up, Mr. Callis? Hello, Dan. Good to see you, man. Good to see you. Hello. hello. It's great to be back. Awesome. We're almost, you know, we're getting through the Extreme Rules card, which we're gonna have this one, the SmackDown Women's Championship. In an extreme rules match, Liv Morgan, Ronda Rousey. In a buried alive match. <laughs> That's DOM. No, I'm just kidding. Who do you got, DOM? I wish. 
can can Rhonda just bury Liv alive so we never have to fucking see her again? That would be my dream come true. I mean, I'm sorry. I know some people out there like her, but I have said it from before she won it, during, and I will say it after. Liv is mid. Uh Mid as fuck. Even people were saying, well, if if you don't want Liv to have the title, who do you think should have beat Rhonda? I'm like, um... Toxic Attraction helps Mandy win the ladder match and beat Ronda. There you go. There's a deserving woman. Liv is mid. I can't, I can't <laughs> so wait. I hope Ronda kicks the shit out of her. <laughs> There's this one problem, though. Ronda can't wrestle. Oh, She's still a better wrestler than Liv. I don't okay. know about that. Because I don't know I about do. that. I, I, I can't. That's I do. I'm just gonna you, fall you. on my back. You're hurting yourself. How's that a fucking wrestling move? <laughs> like a at least she looks like, at, least she, at least she looks fluid in the ring. The rope and then falls on her back with the person on top of her. She just pinned herself. You call that wrestling? Fuck that shit. That bitch is mid. And I know Ronda is not the greatest wrestler in the world. But she's well, she hops in the ring like a rabbit. <laughs> that, that's her trend. That's her trend of her fight. Like, hopping in the ring like this, looking tough. See, look, then she even even the Niro, even even the Nero putting the leave live alone, man. Hashtag that. No. <laughs> Get live out my face. I will leave her alone. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm gonna go. You know, this is what's gonna happen. It's, it's come to this. It's come to this because, of course, I don't want Ronda. You don't want Liv. So what's gonna happen is Liv's gonna win by disqualification because Charlotte's gonna come out and attack both of them, and then Charlotte's gonna win. Rules match. And, uh, it's still Again, gonna happen. <laughs> if if someone gets if someone gets DQ'd in an extreme rules match, buildings burning down. <laughs> we went over that. I think. I, I think Liv's going to win, is what I'm saying. And then I think it's going to wind up being Charlotte's going to wind up winning at Survivor Series. I think Maybe she's going to come back. Charlotte I think she's going to come back because there's people that like Liv, people that hate her, but no one's buying into Ronda Rousey right now. No one. No one is. And no, like She hasn't really done enough for me. Like she shows up, and she just messes up everything that she does. I don't believe anything that's going on she hasn't gotten any better it's the point where people are like okay i don't like Liv, but she's better than rousey right now mm. and oh. we really don't have anybody to put the belt on right now they could have put it on a uh, uh, shana uh, baser but yes all right so let, let, this other, stuck it on. let me let this other individual in ladies and gentlemen there is a director Can we just play that the rest of the episode? Right, I know it's rocking, and all of a sudden it cut off. It's like, oh, Chris is there. Damn. All right. Yes. I mean, so you say Sharda will come back then, then, right? What you say? Yeah. Yeah, I think she does. It'd be, it'd be time. She's been on that yeah. solo honeymoon six for like what? Almost six months. Six months. Yeah. Like Andrade's yeah. supposed to be. Maybe that's why I got in the fight. Maybe you wanted to go be with Charlotte. That's probably why. I want to go home yeah. to my wife. He's like, she's on yeah. the honeymoon without me. Fuck this. That's that's exactly what I think Malachi Black is doing. Malachi is definitely like, I'm going home to mama. So, <laughs> Right? Can't blame me. Uh, well, can't blame Malachi uh, for that. I mean, Zelina, 
Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a it's a loved one. Why would you not want to work with the same yeah within the same company? Like um uh, Canellas stick together, you know, so it works out, stuff like that. Right. Do you guys want to give your take on marriage? You know, one? you got Adam and Britt together, you know. <laughs> Matt Callis, director, who wins this one? Um, I mean, I don't they have to give it to Karrion. Otherwise, what's the point of bringing them back? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll next match. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for the home team for our boy. Yeah, yeah. A, a loss won't hurt Drew like it would hurt Karrion. And it's a it's a protected loss in a sense that it's not gonna be, I mean it's a gimmick match with a weapon, and I don't know. Do you win by you just have a strap, right? You don't tap out, you just get pinned. No, it, it's yes, it's not a it's not a Texas uh, like tornado. It's, it's not like the touch all four corners. No, it, it's it's just, yeah, the Caribbean uh, strap match. Yeah. So okay. yeah, like Tyrion can win this, and it's not going to hurt Drew Stock at all. Yeah. Well, yeah. You I mean, yeah, a hundred percent. I I really want want our boy Carrie and just you know. It's it's gonna make him look pretty good, especially coming out with this win. So you know, I, I and especially kind of the whole lore of like how dangerous he is and powerful he is. Okay. D O N. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be carrying cross in this one. You know, as Chris said, he's got a weapon. He's also got smoking hot help on the outside, <laughs> and. If Drew loses, it's like, who's going to give a fuck? Like, what's going to do to him? Nothing. If Karrion Cross loses, where does he go? What does he do? Nothing. <laughs> you know, he goes home. He goes back to PCW or some shit, you know, because they've got nothing for him. So I, I would say this. What, what, is he, what is he doing right now? Because he really has, hasn't been on the show that much. He pops up here and there and then. Yeah, I mean it's ominous for sure, and he does do run-ins. He hasn't. I don't think he's had a, yeah. a match match, right? It's just I think he's had like one matches. Yeah, it was like one or right. two, but it's like he'll appear, and then you have a couple of vignettes, and then he he'll appear like three weeks later, and then he had a couple of run-ins. Yeah, I mean it's kind of like the Alistair Black debut, only a little more intriguing because he's not just yeah. sitting in a closet going, "I want someone to pick a fight with me." <laughs> I think they, I think they're gonna put crossover. Uh, I, I'm with you guys. You wouldn't have him lose his first match. They could have done a better job of uh, booking him into the first match where he actually appeared more on the program. Uh, but they'll have him win somehow. Probably Scarlet would distract Drew, or somebody will come in to help carrying Cross, and he'll and he'll pick up the victory. He'll probably uh, choke him out. With the strap, the booking was simple for carrying cross. If there's a guy named Drew, put him in the ring with him. Drew Gulak, Drew McIntyre. That's all we got. Okay, we'll wait till Extreme Rules. Because <laughs> you're booking. Right. <laughs> there you go. And then, of course, we do have the Raw Women's Championship, the first ever ladder match in a main roster for the women. They had it at NXT. When it was Mia Yim yeah. and Io Shirai. Yeah, I was, was, then, I was wondering about that. I was like, this is this can't be the first ever ladder match. In a main roster. Singles. Singles ladder match, right? They, they, yeah. no, no, because two. Charlotte and like, was it Charlotte <laughs> Becky fought Asuka and and oh fuck. Oh no, no. Uh, yeah, it was Charlotte Becky Asuka triple threat match and I think it was no way out. But that was and they had a ladder. Match. We also had we had the um 
that Halloween. But I could have swore, right? I I swore they had the tag match with the Kabuki Warriors in a ladder match yeah. too. I, I think we, I think we had Io Shirai against Candice LeRae in one too. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Halloween, yeah. Halloween yeah. Havoc. Yeah. Halloween Havoc. Yeah. 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 That was that was. But, I mean, it's that was when Indy Hartwell showed up. That was. But I would say. I would say this was the first singles main roster. This is the first one yeah. in the main roster. Yeah. So this is the first one. Singles me. match, singles ladder match, yes. And for, yeah, it, in the main roster, though. That, that's like the first ever for the women. Okay, I'm so, sorry. I, mean, I got picky. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, dude. Well, well, who do you got, director? I'll go with you. Bianca or Bailey? I need to see what happens on the go-home show of SmackDown because I did fully watch Raw start to finish, and I – I don't want to say I didn't like, but it had to set something up that both uh, Candice lost, right? Candice lost and yeah, Bliss lost. And so to me, I use like MMA math where it's like, oh, two good guys losing on the go-home show means they're winning at the pay-per-view premium live event. That that logic does exist, but I don't know if it applies to this. Um I could see Bailey getting it and just having the heel faction hold all the gold. That's what people want to see as far as like, they love to hate that shit. So that makes sense. Um, there's obviously going to be interference. Um, is there a, uh, what are they called? A power sponge, Excel power. What are they Control power? Control. Uh, damage control. Damage, damage control. control. <laughs> oh, fucking dumb. <dumbass. laughs> <laughs> I was like, power a what? Sponge. <laughs> power sponge? Power sponge. <laughs> The shower cap, shower cap adjusters. Yeah, I don't know if they have if they have a tag match where they have the they have the belts. If they're defending it all and there's some fuckery afoot, like I can expect. Also, this could be where they pull the Banks uh, Naomi button and hit fucking red alert, and that can be uh, a factor in the entire night, whether it's in the damage control tag match or even in this main event here. Um, or not main event, but women's title match. Uh, Bianca's on. She's her back must be sore because she is carrying the division right now. Uh, uh, putting it on Bailey though, you know, you only root for the, the the champ. Like you root for the good guy when they're going for the belt. You know, that's the story. I it's just I can see Bailey taking it and moving on. You know, from from the feud with uh, Bianca. That's, I mean, I don't want to see it, but that just makes sense. Okay. How about you, Matt Callis? What do you got on this one? Yeah, you know, Bailey, Bailey's has been a mainstay, but Bianca, I, I think I'll go for Bianca on this one, you know, for, for hair whipping reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, who do you got on this one? Ding dong. I got Bailey. Hello. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Hey, 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 I, I, I think this is the prime time to put it on her. You have a match where it's a, a ladder match, so technically Bianca doesn't have to get pinned, so it doesn't really carry her momentum too bad. Like she'll lose the title, but it's always like a special match like this kind of protects her in a way still because she's not getting pinned. She's just losing it because she could get attacked by all three members. And then barely could climb up and get the belt. I feel like perfect time to put it on her because I feel like we're just about around that time to where Becky's going to show back up soon. Uh, I forgot I could, about Becky. You're right about I that. could see her show back up and 
Is she we'll injured? I, I, actually, no, I didn't know she was missing. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. she, okay. she got hurt yeah, in the match. Had her, mania. Yeah. Not mania. She had the injury. SummerSlam. Uh, SummerSlam. SummerSlam. But apparently, but apparently she and I noticed she was gone. I didn't know if that was just lack of story for her. Interesting. Tegan Lox shows up. Okay. Damage control. Okay, that could happen. Yeah. But like just with the fact that it's a ladder match, it makes it easier for them to put it on uh Bailey. How mm-hmm. funny would it I don't see the comments actually? I'd have to click over here on the right side of there we go. Comments. Whoever brought up uh Tegan Knox, how fucking TK. wild how wild would it be, Tim, if at the entrance, at the entrance of Dakota Kai coming out, Dakota uh Tegan Knox comes out and just wrecks her like she did at the uh, uh <laughs> shark cage. Just fucking wrecks her at the entrance ramp, and then it's like just, shark cage revenge. Yeah, just straight <laughs> revenge. I I will love that. That would be clever storytelling, almost two years in the making. Chris, say this I, with say first verse, same as the first. I mean, second verse. Yeah. yeah. Don't Boris get to the chorus. Songwriting one hundred and one. <laughs> I, I know, know Tegan Knox has had issues with her passport, so or her visa. I don't, yeah, that's why she hasn't been in any company. She's been stuck in uh, New Zealand or Australia. I forget which one she's at. Uh, she's been stuck there for months. So it could be. I've I've always thought that I thought she was the woman in the red hoodie on NXT. I thought that was Tegan Knox, but I, I, I'd be I'd be down for it if she was on the on the main roster. Okay. Okay. Uh, Dom, take it away. Man, for, first and foremost, I think Power Sponge would be like a great metal. <laughs> that's a real thing, right? That's a thing you put inside your computer, I think. I I like, that would just be a Power great, Sponge, like, hardcore topic. metal name. <laughs> Power Sponge. You know, so fuck up, but, yeah. Oh, it's but, uh, okay. Yeah. Getting exactly. back to the match. Could I see them? Could I see them turning damage control into the female bloodline? Yeah, but I still have to go with Bianca. I mean, she has been the hottest woman in WWE for at least the last year. Oh, definitely. At least. Yeah, I I feel like though with she's on her way to goat status. Uh, and he, and, I, and yeah. I know I know like Bailey's back. That's cool. You know Becky's on the men. She'll be back eventually. Charlotte will end the honeymoon. But Bianca has carried that division this entire time, and Bailey just got here. It's like and Bianca's beaten her like multiple fucking times already. <laughs> And she's got backup too. So I, I think Bianca retains Whoa. the title regardless of whatever fuckery may ensue around them. Okay. I think you need somebody though to counteract her because she's been so good. But then when you look at it, Charlotte's been out. Becky just went out. Uh, her and Becky had a good rivalry where uh, Becky had the title for a while and kind of helped create. Uh, the whole uh, Bianca Belair allure right now of her, yeah, because of that great rivalry. I don't know, Bailey and, is perfect for this situation. I, mean, I just don't could, think she's going to win. Can, and you can create uh, because Bailey's always been great. Bailey had was a double champion for almost a year, and the women's tag, and then the the the, the, the SmackDown Championship, and she did a great job. Yeah, she and then the, it was um, kind of grand, grand slam champions of the women's yeah. division. Yeah, and then. 
it's kind of funny because when she got hurt, <laughs> she was supposed to face Bianca, and then she got hurt. And then, of course, Carmella took her place. And it's kind yeah. of fit in that they kind of revisit this now because of when she got hurt, they were supposed to fight each other for the for the belt. And that's when she created this whole hero character, the ding-dong crazy uh, I, I love that character. Now. I was yeah. never feeling the hugger, but this heel character yeah. of like, yes. Yeah. I, 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 could, I, could see, I could see her winning it because Belair, she doesn't need the belt anymore. I think she's yeah. hmm, bigger true. than the belt at the at the point. If you want to put it on Bailey, have Bianca chase it, and then get uh, and then get Becky Lynch back, and then you're building up that raw division again with how they're doing. This is why she's very a, Building to a feud between Power Sponge and the Fur, <laughs> or, or the what is Matt? What do you call him? Firm ass. The firm ass. Firm ass. And if you oh, add big God. ass to that, the big. Thank you for taking that and running with it, Randy. <laughs> Look, I want to say this one. Sorry. This one, I wanted to say that I think I would. It's going to be a great match. It's going to be a co-main event. That's why I put it as a co-main event. I think. I hope they try to do a chemistry of like a Razor Ramon, Shawn Michaels, not WrestleMania 10, but I will say SummerSlam like, like, with a I'll, rematch. This is going to sound bad, but like the female click, it's yes. not a myth. It exists. It exists. It ex- yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it exists. It exists. I am the click commander. <laughs> I, I, have, I have seen my wife's click, and I am not trying to fuck with them. <laughs> So it's uh, like it's like Jenny in accounting and and you know and everybody else. Is really so I, I that's, that is I true. Ed. And and that's why I've said. Well, what are you asking? I, I, I'm guessing you know if uh, if uh, I guess he's asking if you know Bianca retaining is predictable or. I mean, it would be either way. It's kind of it predictable. We're going to have the champ retain, or we're going to have the female bloodline, which we already have. Mm-hmm. So Hunter's just trying to make the best out of the situation. I see. Let's get into the main event, man. This is the one I want to talk to. The fight oh. pit match: Seth oh. freaking Rollins versus Matt Riddle. And the guest referee is not Ken Shamrock, unfortunately. It's none of. Do you take. quit? Do you give up? Do you, do you quit? Do you do quit? You, do you quit? Ah. Do you quit? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, ah. you, that, that, was, thirty. That was thirty years ago. <laughs> I remember yeah. it like it was thirty seconds ago. Yep. Did, did you hear <laughs> you that? Uh, Seth, did Did you hear Seth Rollins reached out to Cormier? It wasn't WWE. It was Seth who reached out to him to do it. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Is, is, that, is, that, is that or is that is that shoot like? Is that in the storyline or is that in real life? No, like we're like to go do this. Like right. Seth okay, asked cool. him to yeah. do it. Yeah. Who the fuck photoshopped Daniel Cormier down to 185 pounds? <laughs> <laughs> right. Cormier Didn't is he do like that 20... YouTube video where he was dancing and singing, I'm all about that cake and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Back in the Megan Trainer days. And you're talking about he's that skinny really now. Was... Mm-mm. Yeah, oh, that was his they, first they... fight against DC. That, yeah, all right. I'm gonna save you director best for last because I, I want to get your take on it. But let me, let me Ron Robin start off with Dom, then Dan, then Matt Callis, and then you guys. Okay. Dom, take okay. it away. 
You know, I'm extremely excited for this match. I love the fight pit. You're you're probably gonna guess, but can you can you guess which person on our show actually has a problem with the fight pit and doesn't and isn't interested and doesn't look forward to it? Bruce, bingo! Of course, fuck, man. This is one of my favorite matches. Like, me and my buddies would sit around. I brought one of my friends on back in the day after the last fight pit match, and we were putting MCs in fight pit, like booking them. <laughs> like, I love this shit. I'm excited for it. I can't wait. I'm, as far as predictions, I mean, outside of pain, I think maybe Riddle has the advantage in this. And not just because he was a cage fighter, like, you got to knock somebody out or you got to make them quit. You ever seen Seth do either one of those things? Ever. Ever. Okay. All right. I might have to take Riddle in this one. And even Riddle's, I don't think he's ever won a fight pit. I think he had, what, the one match with Thatcher and lost? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Only, that was it. Thatcher's, only Thatcher did both. So he gets his redemption and his revenge against Seth yeah. at the same time. Okay. Go ahead, Dan. Take it away. I, I got Matt Riddle. I, I think he wins it. Uh, of course, Seth got the, the win that he needed at Clash of the Caster. He's been playing these games with Matt. Got him. Got us to see the more serious side of Riddle instead of just all the joking around and bro. Uh, but uh, it, this is what we needed, uh, like a kind of a – a more of a character from Matt hey, where he wants to be serious, wrestle and get down, uh, get down into a serious uh, feud. So I think they pulled the trigger on Matt beating Seth. Okay. Love it. Matt Callis. All right. You know, you guys, I, I think the other thing that comes into this equation, other than who your favorite is, is, is this, we're working the shoot. Are we shooting the work? Are we more toward, is it 100% shoot, 100% work? Because, you know, I mean, Seth, what, what's, how's Seth's reputation as of, as of today as a smooth worker? Number one guy, to be honest with you, on Raw. You'd say he's mm. the smooth, like, Nowadays, like, yeah. You'd say he's, he's like, put a, out, not at first, but like, now, yeah. Would you yeah, say he's like the safest worker right now? He is. Like the safest. Yeah, he just he put is. out like a whole. He just put out a thing saying that that match with Cody saved his uh, like everybody's opinion of him in the back as working safe. Yeah, mm, that's good. So, this despite this, you know, coming into the quay. I mean, this might be more of a work and could be a toss up. But if if they really want to shoot, 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 shoot like a machine gun. You know, then you know you're gonna go with Riddle, but I, it doesn't seem this. I mean, it doesn't seem like that kind of thing, you know, because he's got the Seth's got the character, he's got the, you know, he's got the uh, walk like uh, you uh, uh, <laughs> walk like an Egyptian by the Bengals, you know, and he does the same. Thing. <laughs> walk like walks an like an Egyptian while wearing his wife's wardrobe and shit. Yeah. Oh. Bengals to do their own version of that song. I don't know, but you know, it's it's. I mean, if he's got the character, this is more this more of a work. So you know, it's it's still a toss up. So I guess I mean maybe popularity we go off Seth. You know, I mean Mm -hmm. I I don't know how crazy the crowd is about Riddle at the moment, 
you know, I don't, I, I haven't met, I haven't gauged it, you know. Yeah. One, <laughs> but I, You're I, not I, wrong, I, Randy. Yeah. No. Yeah. If we end up with Brock I, and I, Daniel Cormier at Crown Jewel, I won't be surprised. <laughs> I, that's why. I, that's why I say the director for last because he knows. Take it away. They got the, they, they got the history. Yeah, Randy pretty much nailed it. Uh, Daniel Cormier may be an MMA fighter, but he has this weird thing where he doesn't know why he's not over in real life. Like he doesn't understand why he got booed versus Anderson Silva. He doesn't understand why people still cheered for John Jones in both their fights. Um, he has this weird thing where he needs to be liked, uh, in the shoot capacity in MMA, which is obviously a shoot is literally shoot. Um, yeah. so for him, the easiest path to be relevant is to be a heel. And he's going to do that because he is an openly pro wrestling fan. He's the only person on an MMA podcast or during MMA fights that will like reference pro wrestling. And he kind of gets mocked a little bit and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's going to make a lot of sense for him to turn on Riddle and go with Seth. Um, that's the only way people are going to tune in to see DC. They're not going to be like, oh, did you see good guy DC stated good guy and did something completely boring and expected and just called it right down the <laughs> patio? Um, so, yeah, he's going to definitely turn on. Where's my whistle? Yeah, right. Um, I don't know what capacity he's going to turn on him. It might be Montreal screw job type of work to shoot. Um, that would make enough sense. Um I don't think he's gonna like. He hit it. I'm like, if you go back and watch his fights, he hit an F F U on Dan Anderson in an actual. Yeah, he really did. He hit the F U on Dan. He hit it on Josh Barnett back in Strikeforce. Um, yeah. Like, so he's not above pro wrestling moves in MMA. So I don't think he's gonna be above MMA moves in pro wrestling. He, he he's a big wrestling fan too. So huge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Huge. He's the only pro wrestling fan on the UFC broadcast. Um. I think that that's what's going to happen. It's to me, it's pretty fucking clear that he's going to do something to fuck over Riddle, and then Seth gets the win, and then you're going to have. I don't think DC is going to like stay the way John, you know, like how John Stewart showed up, became a heel, and then like left the next night. I think it's going to. I did be it like, for yeah. Ric Flair. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like, think. He gotta, I don't he gotta, think DC is going to show up on Raw to explain himself. Uh, <laughs> I, I think like he, he, he he's got this whole John Stewart thing shouldn't have TV. either. Let's just be honest. <laughs> Yeah, that was the worst. That, that was, was a worst. horrible fucking explanation. Was, Nobody I cared. Could, I, I could see Cormier against Brock at Sardi, but then there's no way you, the, no way like in life you would have uh, Daniel Cormier help Seth uh, beat uh, Riddle and then have Brock come out to save Matt Riddle. That's of not all things to happen. If you you know, I know you're talking about it because you yeah. know of the history between Brock and Matt, and that yeah. would be fucking wildly hilarious. But I think that if that, that were to happen, I, I I'd be flabbergasted. Yeah, that saying Brock comes that, out to help thing. Riddle is like, that whoa, 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 wait a minute. So, <laughs> even if it wasn't Riddle, if it was like Seth and I don't know, like let's say Drew McIntyre, maybe Drew McIntyre, that booking in this match would still be a little bit, in my opinion, below what Brock would agree to, especially Just since knows. he does have as much creative control as anybody on that roster. Um, it's this not a made advantage, it's feels, not for a belt. He would not give a fuck about what's happening in this match. Um, this almost has the feel of that HBK versus Stone Cold title match where Mike Tyson was a special referee. WrestleMania 14, motherfucker. Yeah, and you <laughs> thought he was going one way the whole time, and then all of a sudden HBK got clocked and he ripped off the DX shirt. Tyson! The... Tyson! Right hand! Right hand! <laughs> right! Trust I, I feel like we could have something like everybody thinks he's going to help Seth, and then he turns around and just cold cocks it. Yeah, he pulls the Austin 316 shirt out. Yeah. yeah. 
pulls oh, off the shirt. Yeah. He's got pulls off the ref shirt. There's a purple shirt and it says bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you also have to consider, I don't know, this is maybe a little too deep in the storytelling. The DC is obviously adamantly an anti-doping proponent. Oh, and, that's right. Okay, I, I forgot about do that. Not, yes. Do not think Matt Riddle was doping. He was not. It was marijuana, but it was like it's three weed. times. And it was three <laughs> times in a row. It was still against protocol. I disagree with that, but it was what the rules were. He's just hitting his bongo, and I say up with hope and down with dope. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you win those fights high as draft pussy, so give it to him, you know. Uh, yeah, that's just how we sit. I, I think DC is going to just take the easy way out to be over, and that's going to be a heel turn, and uh, Seth gets it. All right, now it's time to move on, man. It's about time, the final topic of this night we're talking about. No, oh, man, you already know. It ain't no beta time. It is time for Dynamite! That's right, Dynamite. That happened, of course, 24 hours ago, the 30-year anniversary of Dynamite. And we're here to recap it. That is right. And, of course, the first matchup, the opening matchup for this match is, of course, MJF versus Wheeler Yuta. I'm going to digress very quickly. Then I'll start off with everybody else. I love MJF using... That knee power bomb. I have not seen that move in a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah, that's ten times better than the lumbar check that fucking seventy yeah. dollars. Yeah, I like I, I like Absolutely. how he hit the I like how he hit the knee and then he had his head hit the hit the mat. Right yeah, yeah. I fucking. It's like Jr. It. said, you had that double impact. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Um, Man, I really enjoyed it. It was great. It was great overall. I, I liked it. I mean, it's almost teasing. Like if we might see. You know, MJ, I know MJF. Remember how you know Jericho was saying, You need to turn face, you need to turn face, and this is almost like that. How would it feel to almost turn to that face by if he would have shaken, shaken Wheeler Yuta's hand? But I don't know, it, it, it's um, how this is gonna go. Uh, you know, throughout you know, him winning the championship, I don't know if it's gonna be a full gear or if not a uh. Maybe a rev- I don't know revolution or so. Not quite sure, but I, I even though it's been a while that we haven't seen MJF in the ring, but he looked. This was an instant classic for me. The guy just the guy still got it, man. And the way how he sells it is just so phenomenal, man. No pun intended, AJ Styles, but it's just the way how he sells and the chemistry that these two guys have. They're familiar with each other already throughout the indie scenes, MOW as well. So these guys, I enjoyed it. I it was magic to be in great opening match. Honestly, I fucking enjoyed it. I man. Love that shit. I have to play. Oh, I gotta do it. Gotta do it, damn it. I gotta this do it. Is such good shit. Shit, damn it. DOM, take it away. No, I'm with you. I mean, this was, I know it was the opening match, but this was match of the fucking night. This whole thing was amazing. Like, they, they brought up that MJF hasn't had a match in 120 some odd days. And, and, you know, I, there are people out there, even on our network, that have said, like, oh, AEW, they have no direction. They don't know what they're doing. I'm like, did you see how quickly they built this and the, pay- and the payoff to it? Like, it, it was a beautiful fucking thing. It all started basically the night after the, uh, you know, the show after the scrum. And, but, and leading into this, which is a 20-minute classic that MJF pulls out by 
practically using the old Pentagon move in Lucha Underground where he rolls over with the arm. I was just waiting for him to snap back and break that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but they had a they had a tremendous build, a tremendous match, and then after the fact, MJF actually shakes his hand, and you're you're waiting for him to do one of these and walk out like he always does. But he actually shakes Wheeler you at his hand, and you're like, oh shit. And then here comes Stokely and and Lee Moriarty to like bring it back to the dark side immediately. <laughs> but I loved it. Even the drama that ensued afterwards was perfect story. He's, he's telling him, I didn't ask you to do that. I don't want you to do that. And they're doing it anyway. <laughs> it was great. It was the perfect way to start the show. And there were good matches after that. Most of the night was good. But, but this, to me, match of the night, easily. Awesome. Love it. Big Made dad. me think MJF could beat Moxley. Let me put it that way. <laughs> Didn't he only for him the first time that match happened? I Didn't he almost shake his hand, but then he didn't because Lee came in and hit him? I could have swore he got the handshake in first, and then Lee hit him. No, he was about to shake his hand, but then yeah. he already came. And then oh, he was he was reaching in. Yeah, he was about to do it. That's right. He was reaching in, then he got hit, and then MJF said, why'd you do that? I didn't ask you. Yeah. Okay. This I thought he actually got that, the full contact. This was a program that was great for both guys. It elevated Wheel Yuta. Mm-hmm. He, he showcased that he can have a great match with almost anybody now. He's got the crowd involved with them. These guys have a history. You have, of course, MJF come in, have one of his best matches, in my opinion, and showcase himself. And this is a scenario, like we talked about, he's going to turn face. He's going to turn face. He can turn face and still not be a good guy. He can still be a bad guy, but be a like a face. It'll just be like well, yeah. kind of like the in-between where it's like... See Long Island. That way, well, he still goes, fuck you, fuck you, to Like other See Long guys, Island, then, where, he's yeah. t- where he's pointing up to the guys in the, in the tops, yeah. in the cheap seat. Uh, and you people, you're poor and you're ugly, but you're still beautiful. Yeah. And they're, yay! <laughs> That's what he did. <laughs> and just like Jericho said, like you're gonna act as here as you want, but people are love you so much that you're just gonna organically turn into a baby face. Not on purpose. It's just gonna happen because people are buying into what you're doing, and that's what's happening now. And they're now buying them into it. They're they're showcasing it little by little, just like that. You thought he was gonna shake his hand. Lee was there to prevent that from actually happening so you still have that little bit of doubt you had uh what's his name come out and give him the ring he goes to put the ring on it looks like he's gonna hit it but then he does it and then of course people come out then to make the save uh for uh where he came out with the brass nuts and i got hype yeah (laughs) and then he then he goes so it's gonna be like that he has to firm there for him but they're kind of Maybe there's going to be a situation in the future where he goes against them. And he's like, this isn't what I paid you guys for. I tell you when to come out. You guys don't just come out when you feel like it. You work for me. Yeah, you work for me. (laughs) You don't work for yourself just to benefit me, like yourself, whatever you want to. Like He was like, I'm paying you a certain amount of money. I feel like that's going to happen in the future. Uh, where he just cuts ties with them, and that's where the big yeah. payoff of him turning into a, a like a legit face, like I guess the indifferent face will be. But uh, I love this match; it was great. I'm excited to see where they take Yuta because we know where MJF is going to go, but we don't 
necessarily know where Yuna's going to go yet, but I know it's going to be something good. Right. Love it. Matt Callis. So th- this is a question to like my my uh, heavy metal music experts. Does anybody else think uh, Wheeler Yuta's theme sounds like the guitar solo of She Wolf by Megadeth? Yes. God, my older brother listened to Megadeth all the time, and yes, it does. That's the first thing I think, like right away. Like the second his, his theme plays, mm-hmm. right after right after the, ching! you're not wrong, dude. Yeah, right after the, yeah. it's Five. just literally that solo, like almost almost note for note, like 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 fuck. Will <laughs> you theme? Yeah, it's like I knew I wasn't the only one. Every right. time I heard it, I was like, "This shit sounds so familiar." Because my brother used to be a huge Megadeth fan, oh, and, yeah. and I couldn't place it. As soon as you said it, it was like <laughs> "ching" in my head. Wait, me? I'm waiting for the dark derby. Yeah, that, that, that's what that's what they're saying in the comments. Right <laughs> no, no, I, I mean, I'll speak on this match. I'm just drinking coffee, handling. No, no, we're just waiting on mats. And I, got, I got. Oh, I'm, I'm jealous, I'm bro. I'm constantly I'm doing research on on the body. I've oh, been up since man. 4 a.m. I'm jealous of that coffee right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, I, I had some Colombian roast with no got with no sugar, no sweetener. It Best coffee sweet. in the world is Kirkland. Anything from Costco, bro. Just saying. I gotta give it a try. I, I think I might have some on my <laughs> K cups. Write but this. I, I'm gonna write this in your Bible. Coffee is like weed. The cheaper, the better. Mm. Mm. Yeah, don't pay for the name. You know. Fact. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm that way with soda too. But um, as for Wheeler, you yeah, for sure, for sure. Where I think he's where I think he's headed is maybe like a new coat of paint, possibly because like you know you got your, I think of New Japan with Master Wato. You know he was just like a young lion, and then they made his hair blue and they did a kung fu thing with him. So I don't I don't know. Wheeler's got to have something like a calling card gimmick or something like he's going to have a catchphrase like I'm going to ride these wheels all over you and he's, he's a trucker I don't know. <laughs> oh god no. No. <laughs> Next generation they want their 1992 gimmick back. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think that's why he joined the Blackpool Combat Club. That was his thing that they had him join them so yeah. they can organize. He's already you know, had a fresh paint yeah. job. You remember those yeah. first tights? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get another one. This one's getting a little bit sandy. We got I'm loving this one. I, I think I, I they, they use this it. to try and elevate Wheeler Yuta a little bit because yeah, of I like the his backstage bullshit, people getting sent home, all that. You've got to have people that fill the void. And if you get Wheeler Yuta as like a main event type talent, even if he's not a main event winning talent, it helps you while you're working all this shit out with the slew of other people that can't stop getting into fights in a fucking locker room. I think I think what I like is when the expectations for you aren't that high, you have the potential to really surprise everybody every single time. I mean, look That's what cool. happened with Daniel Garcia. Like I didn't have I didn't have high expectations for him. And I, and all this all these magical things happened as a result, you know. It's like a lot of people have got expectations now for what MGF does, and when they get disappointed, they get let down. I don't have high ex- expectations of what was it? Expectations, the thief of joy. That's a phrase that's been kind of uh, circulating in my head. You know, I think because Taz said that, didn't he? 
Is that Taz? A lot of people. Taz, he might have been one of them, yeah. Somebody yeah. actually said that on this episode of Dynamite. Oh, expectations, the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. Why was Taz? A lot of people are feeling that too, you know. Like Rick Abani. I don't know. Rick Abani. Yeah, it sounds like something Bonnie. he would say. Love, love that dude, by the way. Yeah, I love Rick Abani. But uh, yeah, I I uh, just love I I like the match. You know, not favorite, but you know, this is. This is like a good for me. It was like a high quality appetizer. Okay, director, love this match. It's been 129 days since MJF's last match, and he wanted to come out and remind you that he can fucking wrestle as good as he is on the mic. And this match proved it. Here's what's going to happen in the storyline. This is not a prediction. This is a spoiler. Maxwell Jacob Friedman hasn't even touched the sun with his Icarus wings as far as his heel levels go. He is going to tease this face turn to its absolute fucking peak and deck Regal right at the peak and become the greatest heel of all time. He is going to feed his breadcrumbs all the way to loving him for real. And right when that baked bun is ready to pop, he is going to explode dough all over us. <laughs> really? Okay. I don't know why. Well, I, I, I was with you until we got to buns and dough and all that I shit. I didn't, I didn't rehearse this. I didn't rehearse this at all. This is just off the cuff. Um, but yeah, there's no fucking That my friends way. was a shoot. There's no way that he is ever... He's not even close to becoming a face. He's going to tease that face turn all the way up until it's he doesn't. Um... It just it can't like it Buffalo. Can't yeah, it cannot happen. The new the Long Island thing. I love the double switch there. I love that he is over as rover in his hometown. It is yeah. great. He's even over in Chicago, which is weird. Um, he I think didn't he get the crowd to kind of even boo see him a little bit? Um, yeah, but yeah, I I think that this is it, it's too good to be true. It's I I want That's him. What to, might have made Punk mad in the first place? I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. I think he's going to make Mr. Perfect, Roddy Piper, and superstar Billy Graham and Jesse Ventura look like Kurt Angle. He's going to be the greatest heel of all time. Also, Wheeler Yuta is one of the most impressive talents in the world. He just needs to never be on the mic ever again. Hmm. <laughs> he, he, needs to, he needs to do the Steve Blackman thing where he comes out and he's just he just handles business. Just, just, let, William, just let William do the talking. Okay? Yeah, he's not good on the mic the fact that they thought that he could get in a verbal altercation last week with mjf it was cringe i hate that word cringe is cringe it, it just it was his i'm not trying to talk shit on the man's personality like his his voice doesn't carry in, in, intimidation uh it kind of sounds like he's still sort of going through puberty and when he tries to be scary his voice goes up a little bit um true he but he can get the job done in the ring and this is one of those matches like his match with Brian Danielson and his match with, uh, I think he lost to like Mox at some point. All of those matches, he's fantastic in the ring. Yeah. He just can't be on the mic, especially against a fucking lion who will just eat him up and still yeah. get cheers like MJF. Now, MJF to be fair, though, to be fair, though, MJF slays everybody on the mic. Like he slayed Punk. Yeah. Which is so, why I'm so putting Wheeler didn't stand well, a chance, but at least he had the, the balls best. to do it. He's Punk is Philly. one of the best mic men in the world. And they thought that Wheeler was going to get over talking some shit against MJF. What was cool, though, was when he showed up at the pre- at the at the, um, the, the, the suite. 
behind him, didn't say anything, was just standing there. That's who Wheeler yeah. Utah needs to be. He needs to be like the good guy Sicario for the Blackpool com- Country Club. He just needs to go out there and just do <laughs> what they say. The old cuckold club. Yeah, he needs to do what they say without saying anything. That's that's just how I think that character needs to be. Black that's Bull. how he was last week. He barely talked. I never even heard his voice until last week, and I feel the way I feel. So <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I mean, I had heard his voice before, but you're not wrong. All I can say is on this one, though, is mind you that MGF won legit, clean, no interference, and no uh, weapons. Yeah. Keep an eye on that. That's what I'm saying. That no he's in, the, in that middle, in that no middle ring, line, no that thin yeah. line between the love and hate, the love as a as a heel, the hate as a baby face, it's coming down pretty soon. I think it, it might it, it might turn out. I agree with you know what you know what Dan said about we may see the firm turning on him after he was yeah. belt. And then I think that could happen. And that would help elevate MJF, which as a baby face, I'm saying. Not as a heel, but as a face. So, I mean, that you never know. You never know. All right. I want to move on now to, of course, Darby Allen versus Jay Lethal. And, of course, we did see uh, that Chris's as well. favorite match. I like that wasn't bad. <laughs> Wait, yep. So we'll let, we'll, let, we'll let director go on this one. But yes, uh I don't really have much to say. It wasn't a bad match. Jay Lethal is still in a position where he can take a loss and still be relevant. This is like his second loss in a row. I, I think he's gonna leave the Sanjay Dutt thing. Yeah. Um that's pretty clear. I don't see hmm. the motives behind this trio. Um, they're not really doing anything or going after anything that's like oh cool it's just three dudes and you know one of them just happens to be tna legend jay lethal Woo! so yeah he's probably going to come to his senses he probably i don't know if he's going to revert to like his pseudo comedy gimmicks or anything like that but i i just think that he's just better as a good guy okay all right d-o-m yeah, I mean, I agree with that. The match itself was pretty good, and unlike MJF, you see this face turn coming a mile of fuck away. Like, like, and, and I'm all for it because I'm kind of sick of that whole click they have with like the huge. It, it's like, it's like evolution. It's like the of AJ, man. It's like AJ Styles and Omos type. It's literally yeah, just copy almost, and but it, it, it's they almost look like a. They either look like a cell phone signal or the or the evolution of man because Sanjay is kind of short <laughs> and then Jay is average and then and then Satnam is like way the fuck up here so they kind of yeah. go like this. And, and, and it's just like it's like it's like Drake Maverick and AOP. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> oh my god! Except AOP was two big dudes where you have like literally small guy, average guy, huge guy. Yeah, it, it, it's just it's a little weird. Like the whole thing swaddle. is just a little odd. <laughs> I can see, like, you know, Sanjay and Satnam rolling together, but then you put Jay Lethal in there, and it, it, it just goes back to that old childhood game. One of these things just doesn't belong here. <laughs> One of these things is not like the other. Right. Like, <laughs> And so if, if Jay were to go face, I, I'm not saying he has to go back to be a black machismo or even do his Ric Flair impressions, but if he was just, if he just went back I to, I mean, I love that he still know, comes out to like the macho remix. That's pretty, that's pretty. Bomb. Yeah, that is pretty cool. I mean, I wouldn't mind if he did a black machismo here or there, but if he went back to just being like the face Jay Lethal that won the ROH title, yeah. I'd be okay with that. I'd be more than okay with that. Uh, maybe I'd actually see Jay Lethal win on TV and not YouTube. 
go. Yeah. That, that would be, be cool. Yeah. Because he's he's like at least he's zero two in his last two. I, I don't know his his dark. Oh, I know, but they put it. You know, you know, they stick the records up there when when somebody comes out. And I'm like, where did he win? It must have been YouTube because every time he's on yeah. TV, he's taking an L. <laughs> <laughs> the last guy he beat was Takeshka on TV. <laughs> <laughs> that was summer. Jesus. It was a J Lethal. Yeah. Yeah. He won two weeks ago. Well, that, oh, what do you mean? On Rampage, though. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, but not on Dynamite. Dan, take it away. I like the match. It was great. I think oh, what they're going to do, of course, just like you said, you saw it my way, they're going to turn G Lethal face. You got this horror, whole Chris Jericho one that faced all the former uh, Ring of Honor World Champions go through the gauntlet, and at some point it's going to be right. him and G Lethal, and they, they will have a great match. Maybe maybe they save it down the line. Maybe that's like a match that you can do at a four gear because I know they want to kind of save that Dana Garcia one for like a Ring of Honor pay per view. I feel like I feel like you want to work your way up to that because you want to build Dana uh, Garcia into a a big uh, babyface champion like that. So mm-hmm. I I like the match. Darby Allen, he's one of the pillars, of course. He always has a great match. I kind of am happy that it was just him. You didn't see Sting. You didn't see anybody else. It was just Darby. When Darby's by himself, I feel like he does a great job. I feel like everything else kind of takes away from him. Even though Sting was great for him, I think him coming out with him every week kind of took away from Darby's character a little bit and got the focus on Sting. So now you get to put the focus back on Darby, and he gets the win, builds it up a little bit. I don't know where they go with him. Uh, like it's always a question with him. Like he could be just fighting somebody and not go for the belt, and it it, it, it for some reason works out for him. But Jay, at the end of the day, is going to become a baby face again. Okay, love that, Matt Callis. All right, you guys, this is where I'm going to use reverse psychology or in the Simpsons, like, how do I do that? Okay, don't re- use reverse psychology. So that means I'm going to use reverse psychology. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine you're uh, Jay Lethal and you've kind of been, maybe you're in his shoes and you've been the champion a bunch of times. And I have to think about like the responsibilities that come uh, with being a champion. Like, Jay Lethal was kind of like, yeah, he, he was in the YouTube videos for Ring of Honor. Let me tell you something about Ring of Honor. I'm the champion, and I got to – so you got to represent the brand, and you got to do this, and you got to do that. And I'm wondering if, if some it's – like, it's like when – it's not quite retirement, but it's kind of like the Tanahashi phase. And he, I'm thinking he's somewhat in there, and rather than that, maybe elevating other titles or elevating other talent – you know, it was more of the not letting o- other talent constantly get over you, but I mean, that's kind of how it's looking right now. So maybe he might be more interested in elevating other titles or other divisions or a specific type of wrestling. So in particular, or or just the dream matches in particular, because you know you don't have to have a belt to give him the dream matches. You know, that's only when you're kind of you know, I, I guess when you're not as established name because. 
I mean, with Jay Lethal, you the word dream match and Jay Lethal could come together anytime, you know, more or less. So, I mean, this is this is uh, I'm pretty sure you could you could plug in two people here as an analogy for Jay Lethal and an analogy for Darby Allen to kind of where they are in situation, you know. So, it was like, would you want to be in the world title picture? Would you want to be winning all the time, or is that too much of a Hulk Hogan thing, you know? Mm. <laughs> would you want to? Like it's it's like imagine you're in his shoes. So and do you want to elevate Darby? You know, it's a lot of different things. Darby oh, could take like nine losses in a row, and I think he would still be over. Yeah, everybody loves him. Well, he's a very yeah, pretty much. He's very relatable to the youth. He's a very yeah. I mean, he's definitely doing. Obviously, his character is pretty pretty cut and dry. That it's Jeff Hardy on Jackass. That's that's it. That's all. It, I mean, that's literally what it is. But straight up, yeah. Straight and he up. loves turtles. Mm-hmm. I love turtles. <laughs> <laughs> That's the joke Sammy Guevara made about him. <laughs> the director, they got a question for you there. If you want to answer that, how do I feel about the devil whisperer character? You think it's integral and different, and also you guys can answer. Um, I think it's funny as a self-proclaimed uh, Jew boy as MJF is calling himself the devil is pretty. I mean. I don't think it's going to catch on like everything Jericho does. Um, but I mean, he's trying something for sure. It, it, I mean, it, I don't have any, I'm not offended by it. I don't have any problem with it. He's, I mean, at the same time, he's trying to be the devil and worship me. And then also teasing being a face. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. And that's exactly what he's doing. Yeah. Mm. All right. I, I could, I could respond. Um, I, I him as as the devil. I, I like his use of sympathy for the devil by Rolling Stones. I think if he kept using that, I think he could have really like. I like it when wrestlers use either popular classical songs or popular classic rock songs as their entrance themes. When like Hulk Hogan used uh, "Voodoo Child" by Jimi Hendrix, yeah. or you know, just, I, has there been? I don't know if 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 this was this was like a glitch download I downloaded from Gazaw, but I was like Outsiders original theme, and then I ended up getting an old Beatles song, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that, yeah, was, that was a glitch. Yeah, I was, a, <laughs> I was imagining I was imagining Scott Hall and Kevin Nash coming. If I fell in love with you, would you promise to be true? <laughs> me. Wouldn't it be perfect for like the Wolf Pack to come out to Strawberry Fields? Oh man, that'd be sick. <laughs> I'm so, saying. So if, if they did if they did all the oldies, dang, like I kind of wish MJF just kept up with that because I mean his theme, but you can't sing along with it. That's the main thing. Because wrestlers have, who have themes you sing along with, dang, everybody gets hyped. Everybody get like clearly like he, Matt's never watched our show. <laughs> <laughs> there are lyrics to that song, by the way. MJF song? <laughs> you just haven't heard them. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, you got me. I I am MJF, MJF, MJF. Right. <laughs> You've never heard me introduce high class on the show? I swear. <laughs> now, now, now you give me multiple reasons. Wait a minute, wait a minute, uh, wait a minute. I'll, I'll try to low-tech bring it up. Hang on. Where is it? Where is it? Here it is. Here you go. From now on, when MJF's music plays, hear this. That's 
That's all it is. That's, that's, that's a that's that could get on the radio and get to like number five on the on the Billboard charts in a week. I swear to God, the full song is on Spotify. They start rapping and everything. You, oh, they need to, yeah. Just look up MJF. It'll come up. I promise. AW <laughs> make this shit official. Pay them. It's like. It's, it's so like, much better than the actual elevator music he comes out to or whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. Because, like, wouldn't be like that. That music, that music pops. the crowd. I, I even like Stone Cold song with the lyrics and De- and Batista song. Oh, is lyrics. that from the fucking Attitude oh, thank you, Jeff. record? Disturbed. Like, Stone Cold oh, had the Disturbed theme. God, yeah. Batista, Batista had, I forgot who it was who did. Stonehold's like disturbed theme was the shit. Yeah, once you add lyrics, there's something that kind of. And then uh, Batista got one from like Saliva or something for a while. Imagine a wrestler using Rolling Stone Satisfaction. No, no, it was it was uh, it wasn't. No, no, yeah, it was Saliva. No mind. Yeah, it was Saliva. Yeah. I walk alone. Dad, you're. Take on the right. MGM level. We totally derailed. Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's what right. I do. I'm sorry. All right. So TNT Championship, Wardo, Brian Cage. I'm gonna let director because he's gonna have to go to work pretty soon. So I'm gonna let director take the fort on the last three takes. But go ahead, director, give me this one, and I'll give you the rest of them right now. Good to see Brian Cage back, even though I don't really. I'm not like into the character like i get it he's just like the jacked dude um and uh, you can say that about wardlow but wardlow comes off as more genuine of that character i guess that but that, that's just the way the characters are designed wardlow hitting whisper in the motherfucking wind what the hell what <laughs> can't believe he hit that i love that please i mean obviously he doesn't have hey yo what the fuck? he obviously doesn't have the competition to hit that against other people you know there's no one bigger than him who bigger? Who bigger than Wardlow in AEW right now besides Keith Lee, who's also hitting that move? Um, so it was good to see him <laughs> kind of than Jeff. Be up yeah. against his equal. Lately, yeah. Uh, yeah, good match. Uh, I liked it. This is probably one of the best heavyweight matches in the history of uh, AEW. Um, as far as like big boys go, because there's not many big boys. And it, it's a shame one of them had to lose. It, it's, it's real weird to see Brian Cage lose because he just doesn't. Uh, but obviously, Wardlow is the TNT champion. He's the face of the big guys division, and it had to happen. Uh, I see them wrestling a lot. I see them kind of going like if they wrestle 10 times, it's going 50 50. And I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, I was entertained by the match and the pop for when we knew that Wardlow was hitting Powerbomb Symphony. That was great to see Brian Cage get manhandled like he's never been before. It's kind of cool to see him take that L. That's my thoughts. Okay. All right, I'm gonna bring it out to you. The six women ma- tag team matchup. Oh, hey, we get all the women in one match again, right? Cool, let's just Soraya stuff them all the in the ring together. I don't, I don't know if those shots are needed to be cleared by a doctor, but Soraya, Soraya taking shots that's cool. Wasn't a bad match. I think that uh, Penelope Ford should have gotten the pin off of that fucking monkey flip into a cutter conversion. When they were doing finisher spot fests, that should have been her pin. Uh, there's no reason it shouldn't have been. I don't care that the faces won this. Penelope Ford should have gotten that that uh, that pin. It was six sequence. Loved it. Uh, match wasn't bad. I'm just complaining that there you go. You're constantly getting the entire division one match again. Preach it. You're preaching it. 
Oh, okay. Cool. That, was, that, that was fun. I love it. Billy Gunn still relevant. Um, it, it was maybe a little, little long in the tooth for a segment, but um, you know, is what it is. It was the only talky segment of the entire night. I, I think. Yeah, I would say that's the only the only talking segment of all night. Okay. So it, it, right. it was fun. Maybe. It was a little, a little long. Uh, yeah, that, that, this is all right. Roosh taking the L was cool. Um, Hangman is probably going to beat Moxley, and then MJF catches in. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to handle itself, but I mean, Hangman. Hey, if that happens, that would be right. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, moving on. Lightning round. Skip. This segment. Skip. <laughs> Skip. Yeah, I don't care, bud. Thank right. you, next. Hey, check this out. So we get to shoot Twitter beef between Andrade and Sammy Guevara. Starting when Sammy Guevara went up to uh, Andrade. I don't know if you guys covered this in the news. But mm-hmm. I digress. Like, hey, yeah, Sammy was like, hey, you're, you're working a little stiff. Just tranquilo. And that's fair. That's totally cool. Andrade's response is, we hit each other hard. Seamus likes to hit hard. I like to hit hard. Fucking deal with it. I'll hit you hard right now. Goes to punch Sammy. Allegedly may or may not have hit. There's no reports of that. Uh, they both get punished, yet Sammy gets the pin in the main event. So this can very well still be a work shoot. Ah, okay. Hmm. Why would you punish? I mean, Andrade was even on the show in a smaller capacity. And then Sammy obviously blessed that fucking glorious tweet out, which I love. That tweet was fire because it was just, it was just, tell me what I'm telling lies of a tweet. And they get like, <laughs> Where is the lie? They, they get punished allegedly, but then Sammy, like I said, gets the pin in the main event. Um, yeah. I still don't think Daniel Garcia is in the combat club yet. I, don't, I, I still think there could be some diversions going on. He could still turn on Daniel Bryanson or whatever. I don't know. Um, that's my thought. It was a good match. Great fucking match. Always. Any combination of these four, you're going to have a good match. You're going to have a main event status match for sure. Awesome. Love it. Love it. And right. uh, so what about the Brian Cage? I I thought it was a good heavyweight match. It was weird to see Brian Cage lose. Will the Wiss. I mean, who's going to win? What the what the heck? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was trying not to come in and be like, dude, you did this already. Yeah, no, no, he knows. He knows. I know, I know, because I watched the shows. I was like, never mind. He's trying to hook me. So nice. He did it twice. Oh, I'm yeah, not taking dude. the bait. Fuck that. I don't care if it's shiny. <laughs> I could have done the whole thing. Right. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could, I got a little, I think fast, I talk fast, Randy. I'm a local yokel. I'm like David Spade. And that was and the lightning like, round, round, round. Because <laughs> I had, I had to fit it in five minutes and I had coffee. You're not a real game. Oh, I just spilled coffee all over myself. You're not a real gamer if you don't oh, have a David Spade's coffee oh, cup. I, I thought it was empty. Happened. All right, Caffeine I'm going to go wash off this. Uh, You're suspended. This from my, yeah, all right. <laughs> so, hey, tomorrow, right. top five. I got a coffee cock. It's pretty gross. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what way to go out? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, okay. well Ron Robin, Dom started off, Dan, and then Matt Callis does. I'll be right back. Okay. I, gotta wait, Dom. I mean, this match was 
like Chris said, it was it was kind of fucking incredible. It, it it was two huge dudes just slapping meat and flying around. You you had to love like the attempted six one nines, the hurricane ranas, all the shit from like two dudes who are that. Like look on your screen, just big cut motherfuckers pulling luchador shit. Like it's amazing. The whole match was pretty much 50-50 until the very end where where Brian Cage takes a powerbomb symphony. And I'm sitting there like, wow. <laughs> I, I do kind of get tired of people doing the, 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 the Goldberg chant for Wardlow, but whatever. It's their thing. It's It, it, it beats Riddle uh, any day. Any day. All right, fuck it. That's me. So, so who's next, Mr. Callis? You wanna you wanna I, fill us I in on your Dan. thoughts, Dan? Okay. No, no. I, I really like the match. So, I, like, this was very believable that you can have Wardlow have a longer match like he did. Like, usually it's like a three, four minute match. They had a good at least ten to fifteen minutes. I felt like because no. uh, Brian Cage is of the same build and, and look as him, so it's more believable that he would take him into deeper waters, make him work. And make him go a longer match where he can get more out of a Warlow. Just like you said, though, that the Warlow, uh, he, he did stuff that you just never thought you would see him do because of the guy that he's fighting. I, I wanted to see Brian Cage come back out. I feel like he's going to be the guy that works people right now. Uh, he's kind of become like a jobber at, at the moment uh, because he's with Ring of Honor. But he got so much out of Warlow. It would make Warlow even more more likable, like uh, as a wrestler. He he showcased a lot of stuff that you didn't think Warlow could do. And I'm happy with what they did. And just the end, like you said, the end where he did the the pal bomb sift me. I'm like, shit. Brian Cage right. is t- taking all these pal bombs. Like, shout out to Brian Cage, that. man. And that and that's credit to him for putting Warlow over. And to make Warlow look like a motherfucking beast. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. And even the after the aftermath where we end up with Gates of Agony taking on FTR at Battle of the Belts. And, you know, I think somebody said in the comments earlier, like, Joe versus Brian Cage would be fire. Like, yes. Yeah. Like, there it is. Next pay-per-view. Yes. Book this now. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Love it. Matt Callis, take it away. So, two two of the biggest things, um, definitely, I, I, I always do comparisons apples to apples. If you guys, you know, the, it, it's not the first time these two have faced each other. Not first time one-on-one, I think. But the, the Warrior Wrestling, it's free on YouTube. It's Austin Aries, Brian Cage, and Wardlow in a cage. Great. Pretty cool match. Mm-hmm. Definitely watch it. I think... You know, no diss to Warrior Wrestling. I love the promotion, but I think you guys need better lighting. <laughs> <That's> the, <laughs> that hurts my like the the Will Osprey Brian Cage match. Like, I wish the it was brighter lit so I can enjoy it a little bit more. All you need, all you guys need, is just some more lights. That's all I gotta say. Luckily, when night I went, vision it, cameras, one or the other. Yeah. Luckily, when I went, it was during the day. Mm, there, oh, you yeah. there you go. Was it out four, Dan? IQ. No, no, no. It, no. It, 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 <laughs> see, the one we went to was right before Forbidden Door, so it was like Warrior Restaurant and then that. So they had it at a inside the gym of a community college, right? Yeah, very from the United Center. So mm-hmm. that that should be pretty bright. 
Now, yeah. this is a, this is the the complete opposite of Goldberg Brock Lesnar. This is you take two Absolutely. guys of similar size. You could put Wardlow in Goldberg's place and Brian Cage in Lesnar's place. You know the two kind of big, almost even like like Brian Cage is just very slightly bigger than Wardlow with muscle wise and definition. But he's the baby face in the situation, kind of like Goldberg was the baby face in that Lesnar uh, Lesnar Goldberg match. But this is how much wrestling's evolved. So both the evolution, the training, the mm-hmm. education—you know, this is this is that match done correctly. I I'm ha- I would be more than happy to see this again. Forty minutes. Yeah. I want. 40- I like that. I like that. I really like that. I do too. Very- you know what it really reminded me of was Brian Cage against another big dude, Alex Hammerstone. Ooh, that's oh, cool. yes. Yeah, that's cool. They're both Man. huge. They both know soul at times. They both did, you know, crazy. I don't care if you want to call it flippy shit, but that that's what what you know, hurricane runners and head scissors and all I, this shit. And I it was an absolute problem. war to the very end. And I'd love to see that again, just like this. Uh, and the main thing, Dom, I, I gotta say that it's a product of the times because wrestlers nowadays, I I, I could even do an apples to apples with music. Wrestlers nowadays, like musicians, are more open-minded to learning a mm-hmm. lot of different things. Now, in the old days, pe- wrestlers just like, I, I'm dissing Kevin, Kevin Nash here, but they only wanted to do a limited amount of things and not get hurt. And it's like, I could make money doing yeah. less. I could make money doing less. And it's like a mentality of not... Like a, like not caring about the fans and wanting to take take home more money or just oh I don't want to injure myself or like, like it's a myriad of reasons but just doing less for more money you know yeah. nowadays everybody's like I want to learn it all you know and and I love that I love that you care about entertaining you care That's about true. It being being uh, versatile being knowing a lot of different styles. So, you know, I mean, if, if Wardlow and Brian Cage were guitarists, they would be guitar players that could play multiple styles of music, you know, yeah. jamming together. Alex Hammerstone is a guitar player. Yep. <laughs> and, and the thing about Brian Cage, Alex Hammerstone, like if you go back to the to Cage's beginnings in like PWG, he was not that on the screen. He looked like me. Okay, yep, he was right. a skinny dude, and he bulked up. So when he trained, he learned a lot of different things, and then he got big, and he kept that. And Alex Hammerstone's another one of those guys. I'm not sure about Wardlow. You'd have to ask Grandma. She knows this whole backstory. I didn't know shit till he got to AEW. That's that's just a fact. But when it comes to those two, they came and trained as smaller competitors, and then they bulked up, but they kept that skill set as a bigger wrestler, and it kind of changed the game i i think net for next week with joe versus brian cage i hope they give that if it's not next week i I definitely want it for the pay-per-view i want it to have more time if not be the main event i want yeah let it breathe let it savor the flavor don't don't eat the whole thing in three bites you have to enjoy it don't gulp the wine down enjoy flavor absolutely savor this match like I, I, I was upset at the commercial breaks, but I know I could find it on a different platform somewhere. The Canadian yeah. version, the, the Canada version, TSN, where there's like yeah, no, no break. You can still, yeah, I, yep. So Goddamn picture in picture. Yeah, picture in picture, everybody. Watch this without picture. Yes. Also. And you know what? Yeah. In this match, I honestly like the fact that Warlow finally sold. 
I, I compare this one to War to again uh, him versus Lance Archer. Like the last him and Lance Archer was very, very quick pace. I disliked yeah. that very, very much. I wish it could have been more longer for Archer, especially seeing you know Archer in the G1, fantastic overall. And oh, this, yeah. and I mean, I'm happy that Cage got his TV time finally. I'm like, where the hell you been? You always come over here. I know you'd be in VXX or you'd be, you know, in other promotions. CCW, every promotion you can think of. I mean, but I'm glad he's back on TV. This match, at least, at least Cage is doing the favor of putting this man over. And and I enjoyed that he uh, he did that for Wardle and putting him over. What I do like is that Wardle actually finally sold. He sold in this match, and we want and been been dying to see Wardle to sell. Like, fine, you're hurting. Finally, you you look like you're yeah. really struggling, and that's what I enjoy. And now, if he's gonna have these open matches, I know. Look, one thing I wanted to digress very brief on this one is people are disliking the fact, and so was I, that there's not an open challenge. I think even Dan as well, everybody here, you know, agrees that we need to see more of open challenge for Wardlow. And and yeah. I like the fact that we see it on social media, even though even though we don't see it on television. However, though. What do we do most of the time of our lives? We're on our phones. We're here. We're, yeah. Oh, you're reading those. You're reading this. The feud. It's happening. Open challenge. Boom. And that's how it happened. Yeah. So it makes yeah. sense why to do it that way. I. I don't. As nothing to say. I don't like it. I'm more like okay, that's cool. But yeah. can we still see a little bit on TV as well? You know, balance it out between the two. And I, 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 I like the fact that he he took uh, bumps from Brian Cage. Yes, and he sold. But the mm-hmm. big thing with me in it with this is it's believable because Brian Cage is of the same size as him. Yes, like, I feel like that's why he made it look important there because of the guy he was facing. Absolutely, yeah. agreed. Man, and because agreed. Brian Cage is a fucking machine. Do we get? Oh, yeah, exactly. look, look. He is a fucking machine. I tell you that. Man. He's a machine. Um, there you go. But now, now we can get into the six women's tag team match: Jamie Hayter, Serena D, Bradley Ford versus Tony Storm, Athena, and Willow Nightingale. Of course, Soraya on the faces side, and uh, Doctor DMD, of course, Britt Baker on the heel side. She did did a cameo earlier, saying, "Oh yeah, Soraya can't wrestle. She's not clear to wrestle." Then we get this, you know, matchup back and forth. Uh, I, I'll go very quick. I wanted to say that I like the fact I like Penelope Ford when she did that Trish move and she caught herself right away to do the RKO on Willow. I and if you notice, she was gonna fuck it yes. up and good timing. I was good timing that, that it didn't fuck up. I was like, oh my god, I was, really I, I was with, that Willow. I, I, I was waiting for it too. I was waiting for it too because she did she did it. I'm like, is she gonna do anything else? And then she just stayed down and then did the, the RKO that way. Like, she didn't go up and do it. She just stayed down and did. I'm like, and I'm like, just, okay. I'm like, that okay. was beautiful. That I'm was like, beautiful. you get this from me. Good job. Like, you man, almost had me you. like, you fuck. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and man, I really, I really enjoyed, especially see Serena Deep getting her pop too. Besides Jamie Hader, uh, man, everybody see. I think everybody are listening to our shows individually. We have really we put over Serena D because she yes. really puts everybody over in that ring. Her match with Tony Storm, fantastic. I enjoyed it. It, it, it did not bore me whatsoever. I was really invested. Uh, Jamie Hayter is another one who is we've been dying to see her to 
she needs to be the next one crowd to be favorite. crowned. Yes. Crowd favorite, need to have her win the belt. You know, so, and then finally get to see Athena now, you know, gelling in with the chemistry. In the beginning, we did not see so much of it. And now we're seeing a lot of it. And I'm glad we see now Penelope more often. I do want to see, of course, the bunny. Where the hell is she? We see her only on dark television. Bring her mm. on Dynamite as well. Widow Nightingale, okay. But I agree with Chris what he said before he left. Again, one, you know, put him on all one match. You know, Devin, of course, the Clark Street mentioned earlier too on the chat. What the hell? I know. I, I'm with you. But, but I enjoyed this. But, but how many segments on Dynamite did the women have? Four segments. Yeah. Four. They, it wasn't like mm. they just had a three on three. That's it. No more. They had a match here and they had three segments in the back. Yeah. They gave them a lot of time on TV between this match. Of course, you had the, uh, of course, Dr. DMD in the beginning doing her thing right there. Then they had Willow who got the pin. Uh, who was it that said that they would like to see more Willow look good? And here she goes and she gets the pin mm-hmm. and for her team. And then calls Jade out. Goes into the back. Another segment where she calls Jade out. And Jade looked very confused. So, you know, Jade's going to win that. But it was good to see Willow get the victory. And I, I'm telling you, and I'm still feeling like the seeds are being built for Hater and Tony Storm. I feel like the they're going to plant the seams for that matchup. And I told you uh, when I, the other day I was watching that in, in our, uh, of course, New Japan chat. I'm like, I want, I'm liking Penelope Ford and uh, Kip Sabian as a mixed tag uh, team. I want to see them take those titles off of Sammy and Ty. And yes, they kind of, pl- they planted the seed of it on Dark where they're like, oh, I could see them being a challenger for Sammy and Ty. For the mixed tag. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah, but, but, yeah, I'm with that though. Uh, I, he, I, he, I, he, I hear he, what you're saying, man. But I, I'm, but you, I'm yeah, with, you I'm can't with be that. too. You can't be too greedy, though. You can't be like, oh, I need to see more than a segment. They give you three segments. Oh well, it was only one match. Yada yada. You can't be too picky with things yeah, like that. Like, you gotta. It, it, they're, they're, they're instead of there. giving you there. multiple matches with multiple women, they keep sticking multiple women in one fucking match every week. It's like, okay, forget the singles matches. We'll have tag matches. We'll have trios. We'll have eight men. Ne- next week it'll be six for it'll be six on six for in in a five minute match. It's like, okay, to maybe take one of the segments I'm just gonna, and I'm make just gonna it say, no a one's women's ever, match. No one's ever gonna be happy. No one's ever gonna be happy. I, 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 do. <laughs> I will. Like, I no will be. be we I will be happy eight. when we you see women's wrestling in each hour of Dynamite. Well, there's only two hours of dynamite. Exactly. So one match in the first hour, one match in the second hour. And the match doesn't have to be an hour long. It so, doesn't. No. You could have. No, J- then, I don't care if Jade comes out and squashes somebody in the first match. At least but then somebody two would be complaining match. that they only get five minutes of wrestling. I wouldn't because when people argued it the other way, like, oh, well, look at WWE, they have multiple women's matches and blah blah blah. And Bruce yeah, was the one saying, that. Yeah, but they're like five minutes long. I'm like, Yeah, but there's still multiple fucking matches. But it's on a three hour show. That's three hours. They have an extra but they hour get to do three that. or four matches, whereas these yeah, women get one two. in two hours. <laughs> All right. But they so. get two where they fit into three hours, which Equals to one match in two hours. 
<laughs> like you, so, you do the best. Actually, I actually one every hour and a half. So. Well, it'll be a different <laughs> okay. Once that Ring of Honor show comes around, I guess they'll have an- another hour to work with in addition to Rampage. Yeah. Now, the three Crap, things. Some more dudes. Yeah. Sausage Party continues yeah. on another <laughs> channel. But then, the, but then they took a segment and they promoted a women's match for Rampage That's on top four. of it. So yeah. four segments in one match. Yeah, which I'm fine with. I'm fine with. You know, well, how many matches were on there? But somehow matches? three segments in two matches makes no sense. <laughs> but, but, but it comes down to this. So it, it comes down to this, guys. That that so so kind of three things. Um, I guess kind of kind of things kind of projected on the future is that you know the, um, we we think of like the the in Japan the marketing. And packaging of how they they market and promote their women is kind of why they're so popular. Something with like the merchandising and everything like that. The like how they market them somewhat similar to J-pop idols and whatnot. Because they had they had B Priestley and Jamie Hader and Tony Storm on like you know like photo books and all these other things and all these different products like Chibi Girls and all the little cartoons of them and whatnot. So that I mean, that's one thing to promote the women's division. But another thing that's going to be telling in the time being is this is this is an eventuality. Um, once Frey Prince Jr. launches his promotion, because he was saying it's really going to be 50-50 with him. Yeah. It's going to be 50% women, 50% men with, with his promotion. And that might kind of up the ante with what's going on here. Maybe we might see some of the women from here heading over to Freddie, you know, and seeing how seeing, – if they get more work and more screen time with him, you know, so that, that could be, that could be another factor. And as a result, that might light the fire under AEW's ass to get a little bit, maybe another, another match or two on the, on the show, you know, Uh, one or so. I I just, I just think it's going to be hard, whatever, like you only have four or five matches and you make one there, but then they go on a one hour rampage and they make sure that there's a women's match on there. As well, exactly. and then they and then they had four segments, so it's like in three hours, like if you combine Rampage and uh, Dynamite, you had four segments, two matches, and I'm pretty sure there's probably going to be a sec like a segment to go with the match on Friday. So it's like they're trying, they're trying, they're trying maybe to one, maybe one tag, something, maybe one tag and one single on on Dynamite, right? I'm like, like that. That that'll be. I'm gonna be okay with that. A tag match and the singles. I'm yeah, not okay with that. That seems like a good portion. That's a good. That's like it, a side. It, side it just feels weird and, and, that you have two women's champions in AEW and one match on each show. I understand Rampage because it's well, an well, hour well, long. But that's, that's, I, I feel like that's Jade's fault. You got a six woman She's match here. Good. Are we getting women's trios titles? There are two championships. There are six people no. here. None of them deserve a shot at the TBS championship. I haven't seen the rankings. Are they in it? Are are there women's trios titles? So what the fuck was the point other than like these bitches don't like each other? Yeah. There, there's Why like well, I there's like three storylines wrapped up into this match. Like they ended three up wrapping ones. it in a bow and having Willow come out to Victor and then challenging Jade, which was well, kind of cool. I feel like you got Hater and Tony Storm. But you have the whole Britt Baker and Soraya, that's a thing there. Well, yeah. 
But you could have even had like this turn into a tag match and then say like, I don't know, Willow versus pick somebody from the other three and they're going to be the number one contender for the TBS title. They wanted to make it important to make it mean something when she won. So she and tear beat three other women, which she pinned four, but on her team was Hater, Deeb, and Ford. So it made it more important uh, uh, the fact well, I think that her Willow winning a singles match and becoming a number one contender would make it feel important. Not really. Not, I guess really? Who, I guess who? You just against have Jane. Would she step two anyway? That's what I'm saying. Instead of well, so having you're six have people in a match, Jane? take one, take Willow and take, I don't care, Penelope. And winner faces Jade Cargill. And, Jade get, and, and Willow gets the win, challenges Jade like she did. It still feels important. You get to you get a tag match after that with the remaining women. You have your two matches. You get you still get Soraya or Soraya or however you say her name. The artist formerly known as Paige throwing down with Britt Baker after the tag match. Okay, you get all that. So, okay, so say you wanted to do that. What match do you bump off of uh, Dynamite? I, I will. Oh, honestly, Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus and the Jungle Boy promo takes care of everything. Takes care of everything. I would have never that on you. But that was like three minutes, so you don't. So you're only gonna give them three minutes. His promo alone was three minutes. This match was like ten minutes long. This match. Yeah, maybe maybe you shorten Scissor Day just a little bit. Maybe you just let them have Scissor Day. You don't have Swerve come out and fucking ruin it. You know, that's what I'm saying. You can cut here, cut there, cut the other, and now just, you have I just feel enough like this time. Is the, I just feel like this is pointless nitpicking when they're trying. We say they need to do more. They've been they trying for three years. When are they going to get it right? You've got to get into the debate. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> the saying. you got to get into the debate with Devin on this I'm one. just saying. I'm just saying. you got to get into the debate on this one with Devin, though. It, it's it's already to be. It's always going to be. I'm Devin, am I wrong, though? <laughs> At the, yeah. end of the day, at the end of the day, we can digress about so much about it. It's not going to get done until we have to wait patiently. And that's the unfortunate I don't part. think there's enough Rick, time to do it. Put that way. That's there's what enough saying. time. There could be enough time. Trust me. There is. Man, I ain't never it's waited three years for how, anything, bro. Knowing how to time manage everything. <laughs> when there is a will, there's a way. And I think there is. Like, there's I, a way I, like, like I said, I hate the argument, oh, well, Raw does it. Raw has three hours. So they yeah. got plenty Bow of Bow to my they will can... and give me my way. That's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is the will. His middle name is William now. Freddie William Jr. Freddie William I, Jr. Until they, <laughs> until they do like a two-hour like rampage. Which they should. I think it's not gonna, which they should. Well, they technically do. <laughs> they technically will, but it'll be and, rampage and, by and the way, battle of the belts on and Friday. By the way, by the way, that's going to be on Friday, so that's going to be a second match, a women's match on Friday. So yeah. that's going to be a one-on-one match. So one match here, two matches on Friday. You mean on a two on two hours of programming, they're going to have two yeah. women's matches? Amazing! Yeah, it's um, like it can somehow be done. Now they just need to put it on the same fucking show. <laughs> That's what they need to and not at eleven o'clock at night. That would be cool. I know I'm well, asking when, for a lot. Well, when Jade, when Jade can actually be, when Jade can actually <laughs> wrestle, maybe we'll get it. Oh my god! I love it. I fucking love this. This is why it's in a fucking debate. This is why it's a I love it. By the way, she has wrestled enough to be undefeated. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> With five botches uh, tonight. I, I fell asleep. Oh, well. <laughs> I, I fell asleep in the body section. Oh. Be an ECW fan. Chant you fucked up and move on. <laughs> all right. well, let's move on, man. I think, I think we all kind of give our peace for this woman's match. Uh, we don't want to cut down. Speaking of cutting, here you go. Cutting the scissors. Right here. Scissor me, daddy. Scissor me. I was going to say, what, what we all need after that harsh debate is a bi-coastal, multiracial scissor fest. This is for you, Don. There you go. Bring it in. Scissor me, Danny. Scissor me, Daddy. (laughs) Scissor me, tribal ass. Not not sushi me, Daddy. It's it's scissor me, not sushi me. (laughs) Chopstick me, Matty ass. (laughs) I was gonna. I I bought like a pair of scissors that had like a knife on one end, and it's like a. It's pretty cool. But it's downstairs, and I, I can't run that fast right now. <laughs> oh, so we see Swerve and Daddy Ass, and, and next week in Canada. So where where are we going from here? I mean, this should end at full gear this feud and have the acclaim challenge other competitors. I mean, Dan, I think. Do you agree? Yes, I, I'm just gonna be, uh, be quick with this. This is going to be the point where they have the last match, the the third one. The claim win, Swerve turns on Lee because maybe Lee gets the loss. Lee stays a baby face, and then Swerve it turns full heel like he is. And I do like the fact that you had a, a smart Mark come out and continue that whole thing about, come on now, I got this against Swerve. He shouldn't be on programming. Help me out. And then, of course, they knocked him out. <laughs> Fucking him. <laughs> I mean, I'm with that, like, rubber match at full gear, you know, acclaim, take it. And you can kind of feel swerving in their glory going like this because I, I don't really think Keith Lee likes being a heel. I really don't. He doesn't even look like he's interested no. in being a heel in these yeah. matches. He's just, like, on the apron, like, uh-huh, I'm here. Oh, I got to get in the ring. Okay, all right, you go do the heel bullshit. I'm out. <laughs> like I don't, I, I don't see that lasting much longer. The acclaimed as uh, we didn't, we love them so much. We did an entire show on them. They have definitely arrived. They have definitely gotten to levels where people love them for doing the dumbest shit like this segment, including me. And so for them to get the win, move on, possibly have a showdown with. FTR down the line like they kind of teased would be amazing and then we get the Keith Lee Swerve split feud that would kind of be cool too. I think that's why we got this, uh, got this third one they're buying yeah. their time because with what FTR is going to be doing in the next couple months they're buying their yeah, time exactly. they they're, they're working they're letting yeah. FTR get their business out of the way they're letting this breathe a little bit giving Keith a little time to kind of chill because those matches were long and he's a big dude um, and, and then, you know, you get the rubber match, you get the split, you get two stories that come out of it that you're actually interested in. So I think it's the best way to go with the whole situation. Definitely. I agree with that. I like it. I like both of you guys' first perspective on that. Matt Callis. I think one of the one of the things to take away from this is I, I think there was like 
you know, like we could see your shirt get banned in this century too. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking awesome. I was I was thinking of all the suck it shirts. I really thought he was gonna say let's get ready to suck it, but I don't know if that's like I hope no. they didn't I hope <laughs> it's trademark, it's trademarked by WWE. Yeah. You don't want to do that, especially with Papa H at the helm. He'd be like, first Billy's not showing up for the DX reunion. Now this let's get ready to scissor it. Let's get ready to scissor. <laughs> Love that. Well, you I need like, the road dog for that, and he ain't coming back. <laughs> it's like the, one of the best things, um, you know, Anthony Bowens is a as a proud gay man, just saying like I know all about scissoring, just like straight up. On the I laugh my ass off. At <laughs> I know a thing or two. About I know all. Of, I, I I'm a master of scissoring. I'm like. <laughs> What if in here would did, did they make it sound like the like the Declaration of Independence like like how they were doing it like it's just like it, the whole like, thing was like, so political. Just the whole I, I wanted to stand up and go like this. I was like, I, I oh, with the scissors right here, with the scissors. Right well, they, they also made it like church because like turn to your side in this part in the service. <laughs> scissor your scissor, scissor your neighbor. Scissor be with you. And then we're going to pa- imagine if they passed out a, cole- a collection basket where they passed out scissors. <laughs> oh my god! You got scissor, you got scissor cookies that you that they passed out. The whole thing, and then the whole thing with Bowens in, in the in the commentary. Like, He's running with scissors. I was like, Jesus <laughs> oh no way! That the coming oh, what was it? Was the Shivani when he was like telling Taz, Taz, scissor me, and scissor me, and Taz like, Taz, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I, I like that the, the audience though. The audience participation is probably what made it the most funny because it's like a good. Oh, yeah. I think it's like a good eighty percent of everybody either had a sign or a scissor in their hands. Yeah. But even yeah. the little kids had a little. You know, everybody had one. You know, and my my even my like whenever I make a dirty joke, my girlfriend gets mad at me, and the whole time she was like, <laughs> she was giving me a slap on the back, was like, stop laughing. <laughs> I I really enjoyed it, man. I, I even 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 with the main event, when even when I think that Tony Schiavone asked asking Rick Body, Ian, did you get sister today? We're like, oh, no, we're waiting for my anniversary for my wife. <laughs> <I'm> just like. <laughs> Oh my god! Fucking Riccoboni, man. And, that and, is speak a of, and speak of this is so big, and people are so into it that WWE is bracing with the DX reunion on Monday for the crowd to be chanting "Daddy Ass." It you know, it's they, gonna happen. You know, it's gonna happen. Yeah. They already said that. They already said that they're expecting. We won't it to hear happen. shit, but you know it's gonna yeah. happen. <laughs> I am looking. For Forward for that. I am looking. Me forward. too. Me I too. I cannot wait, man. I can't wait, man. Let's jump on this match, man. Ah, Jim Hangman Adam Page versus Roosh, man. The the AFO. I mean, no, no well, AFO. Now it's R. Until further notice, we'll find out what's gonna happen with that the debacle. But I digress very brief on this one myself. I enjoyed it. It just, it, to be honest, it's hard for me to see Roosh losing because I'm so used to seeing Roosh as a top contender. I'm always used to him seeing him, in, you know, like in Ring of Honor, see him as a top dog. It's mm-hmm. hard for me to see him to fucking lose a match like this. But, you know, I, I was I was impressed. I was impressed with the chemistry these two guys have. And I think, uh, great, even though with the interference, great him old school tactic moves, 
but I did enjoy Hangman actually getting that, you know, that win. Then Moxley coming out. It's been three years. You know, it's been three, you know, fucking years we haven't faced each other, which is true. They never faced each other one-on-one. So I'm, I'm, and now it's getting me more invested. See, this is how you can build. See, this is why, God, I keep saying it. You have to allow these former WWE guys like Moxley, Regal, Danielson, Jericho, help these individuals, your, your AEW stars, to learn how to do stories like this one, like Moxley, like how Jericho's doing with the Ocho. It's yeah. working. It's fucking working. Why can they learn from that and don't be selfish and say, oh, no, I don't need to learn from it. No, no, no. You need to fucking learn. You need to pay attention to these type of segments, to these promos, because it will put you over. Moxie doesn't need a script. That's why he's the unscripted for that fucking reason. And honestly, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm see, now I'm invested. Wait, I can't wait till fucking Cincinnati, Ohio. I, I'm waiting for that mm-hmm. match already. I'm really looking forward for that already. I'm picturing the Be the Elite theme right now, and every time you see somebody on there, I'm picturing mm-hmm. them putting the X in front of them because they're suspended or like not yeah. allowed to wrestle in the US. Like Marty Score, X, Kenny, X, Young Bucks, X. It's like, can we, uh, hey. Can it's we like game animate game. the acclaimed in so they can cut them out with scissors? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and it's it's like then we got hangman. It's like how does how does this guy avoid all that? Like this guy's like he avoids the plague with the ease. Like you had the whole thing with CM Punk, and he was part of it, but you, here he goes. It was just so happens he was already gone by uh, from the arena before that happened. He avoids that. He avoids this. He avoids that. Law of attraction. He just got in the car and went home. He's got a kid to take care of. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, it's like, he's had the best luck with that. It's like, go, man, go. Like, and it's it's the perfect thing that he's never faced Moxley at the same time because it's a fresh matchup that you can book. It sucks that it's going to be a dynamite one, but then it's also kind of a treat that we get it on live TV. And it means something because, of course, we know. With the MGF uh, thing looming, that that's the end game. So we get this nice matchup here where we're expecting Moxley to win, but I'm looking forward to just all out war, all out battle. And I want to see them get at least 20, 25, maybe 30 minutes because Hangman's been that guy. David said it from the beginning watch out for Hangman because he expected all of us to be the, t- the, the, the big breakout stars, but it's Hangman. He's the guy that kind of was in the elite, kind of was in the background, and then once Dynamite started, he's been the guy ever since then. He's been the the breakout uh, fan favorite since then. Like you've got people that like him, got people that probably don't like him because of the way he dresses, but he's handled himself uh, the right way. These guys had a great match. Like if it wasn't for uh, MJF and Yuta. This would have been my favorite match of the night because they just that bruising mentality that they had. I have a theory, theory that maybe Roosh, that when Daniel Garcia takes the, the Ring of Honor title from Jericho, that Roosh is going to be the first challenger. For I like that. Oh, I fucking like that. Can you imagine Garcia against Roosh for the RH War oh. title? I'll, I'll be oh. cringy. 
I'll be cringing at the whole yes. match because Garcia is so skinny and Bruce is so yes. big. I'm like, I'll be cringing. <laughs> Don't break his bone, for God's sake. Be careful. I'm like, ah, be, nice but, be nice <laughs> to Danny. Be nice to Danny. Well, was it me or was it funny that like the assistant was doing the talking for Rush and he's like to the private party, you better go out there and help, or or I'm gonna send send you to court because we saw you with Matt Hardy, he's trying to help you guys out. We're gonna take you for to court if you don't come out and do what you're supposed to do. And I like thought that it. was a cool segment. <laughs> Love it. D O M talk to me. I mean the ma- the match itself was very good. I mean, it was so hard hitting, and and I'm with you. It's hard to watch Roosh lose. I mean, just just ROH alone. Like, I've seen this man beat PCO. He's not even alive. How does he lose to a cowboy? I'll get it. But but it was still a great match, and and I love that. No matter where we go with this, whether you know from Cincinnati to whenever MJF decides to cash in, that both these guys, Hangman and Moxley, have a history with MJF because yeah. you know he came MJF came up short against Moxley in his only title match, and then if you go back to the very first Double or Nothing, MJF thought he won that Battle Royal, and then here comes Hangman to toss him out from behind and get the title shot. Where eventually and leading he, and to he beat the him match for with the first, and he, he beat Hangman for the first Dynamite ring. Exactly. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. So you know, either way, it is kind of like MJF's revenge winning that title, and I love that. If it's Hangman, I'm gonna love it even more because I called that from the beginning. Ivan was on the show with me. I was like, yes. "It is going. Hangman is going to lose the title to MJF." <laughs> yep. I didn't know he was going to lose it before that, but if it turns, but if it turns out, I'm still right. So let's go, Hangman. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, what's the chances that Hangman does actually beat Moxley? Because Moxley wanted to take that vacation. And they're going to be in Cincy. I know, yeah. Cincy, you got to expect Moxley. That's going to be it, Cincy but and what Moxley, if, but at the same time, if yeah. he loses, he can just literally turn around and go home and yeah. not come back. Just, just, just like he said, when he's getting ready, he's going to walk down Vine Street, leave his house, and go right to the arena and Exactly. Win. So well, he could just walk the, back and be like, all right, fuck it, honey, I'm home. Yeah. I ain't going nowhere for six weeks. So, why, so the question we should be asking is, why can't Hangman win and then have MJF cash in on Hangman? I want to mind definite, it, to be honest. It, makes it sense. is a definite possibility. And then, the only and then you could and then you could further that rivalry with Hangman between the biggest Hangman question and I still have MJF. from all that, no matter who wins, is can MJF just turn around and like run out like it's money in the bank and say, Here's my chip, I'm cashing in. Be, or is it one of those things more like um, how about like the gift of the gods in Lucha Underground where you had to turn it in and then you got a match down the line or is it just instant like oh he won I'm taking this now what, what, they interviewed MJF he said it's kind of like the, the the money in the bank but like with the money in the bank you can do it whatever wherever you don't have to tell anybody you just show up boom you can do it like in the hallway if you wanted to like boom but with this one it's like he has to tell Tony Khan when he wants to do it, but Tony Khan doesn't have to tell the champion. The champion doesn't have to know. Okay. So it, okay. like, it could be, okay, he wrestled the match, say Hangman wins, MJF could come down. He, he already told Tony Khan, say, I want, after they've done the match, I'm cashing in on my match. And it goes out, 
boom, and he can you have the match that? then. Could you imagine <laughs> Hangman would have the new record for shortest title reign? I don't oh, even know yeah. if it's Mox or Punk at this point, but he'd beat him. <laughs> That's true. Oh, man, that's exciting. Uh, yeah, you I mean, were champ for all of three minutes. Congratulations. Josh Alexander is in the back to comfort you. It happened to him, too. Yeah. All right, just to add it, because I didn't give it to Matt Callis in this one, very quick on that. If, if that does happen, then this is the right time you could bring. You mentioned Hagman MJF feuding for the belt. Have the firm alongside. Then this is where you could bring back the elite. Then you could bring back Omega and the Bucks, TV yeah. with Hagman. Go ahead and feud with them. And, and by the way, they did have they did say that uh Adam Cole will be back after uh after the pay-per-view. They said with his injury, he's supposed to be back at the four gear. Right. We'll have to wait and see. I'm looking forward to see what happens. Yeah. But yeah, let's take it away. I know you've been waiting for you. So uh, the, if we rewind the clock back to 2018, this would have been one of the matches you saw in Ring of Honor. Kind mm-hmm. of like, you know, I think Roosh came around, what was that, late 2018, 2019? Yeah. When, he, when, he when he came into Ring of Honor and he feuded with Dalton Castle and, you know, all, the, all, those, great, all those great matches in that time period. So yeah. imagine if Hangman stayed with Ring of Honor, what, how this would have played out. You know, it would, be a very, it would be a very different affair altogether. You know, I mean, seeing where Hangman's hangman's pecking order was in ring of honor at the time you know and mm-hmm. then maybe he would be just like a policeman for kenny omega or for cody or you know had had the whole AEW like say if it was just ring of if it was reverse it was like ring of honor coming to tv and whatnot mm-hmm. but uh, i i mean this is good for what it could be but it could have been better you know mm-hmm. like if it if in an alternate universe this match is more we're seeing Roosh be more dominant in the alternate world, you know, and and just like you, I'm just like everybody else. I'm excited for the Moxley Hangman match because it, it it was almost like the the dish everybody they kind of left on this they they for the last I don't know they left it on the side for you to get later. This is the thing at the restaurant you haven't ordered yet. You know, here I am at the food. Uh, references, you know, this is the thing you've come to the restaurant a thousand times and you still haven't ordered this item the hangman page, John Moxley combo. So, and you're gonna get it. I love it. I love it. Now it's time for the me. I, you know what? Before we go to that, look, is there really gotta, uh, do we have to? I mean, do we? No, no, I, uh, no. I'm just, uh, I'm just no. gonna say, I'm, I'm just gonna say, I'm happy with Jungle Boy. That's it. I, I, say, I am not. It, I it all worked. Uh, it, that, as far as I'm concerned, it all worked. It, it was Luchasaurus squash somebody, and then Jungle Boy gets a little revenge and you know calls him out. Okay, cool. He just Waste needs time. better fucking mic skills. You broke my heart. <laughs> I yeah, did you hear the job. crowd, I though? He should the say, crowd actually went, oh. <laughs> I saw the fan back, but he was like, Oh, I was like one behind, like when they were when the cameras was focused on Luchasaurus and Christian. You see the cameraman, like we the, the, the one of the fans behind them. It was like, oh, and I'm like, oh my god, dude. He should have said Anakin. You broke my heart, Anakin, and freaking. Oh and then god. Luchasaurus is like, Bro, the Star- Star- don't Star- do it, Luchasaurus. I love you. My ground. 
Lucha Vader. You're Lucha breaking Vader. my heart. <laughs> now, the only Vader. thing that I have to add about that is I, I don't even want to call him Luchasaurus anymore. With all the black and the fire and everything else, that Lucha Vader. Like a dragon. Lucha I want to call him Christian the Chancellor. I want to call what? Luchasaurus Dracarus because he just, just reminds me of a fire-breathing dragon. At this there point. you go. That'd be yeah. cool. Dracarus, what, what was his name? I forgot. And it's funny because we took a fucking... Oh, um, Vibora? I think it was Vibora, right? Yeah, because he was, a, was, he, he, he was a snake. He, he was, was a big snake, snake. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was a snake, yeah. In the reptile oh, yeah. tribe or whatever. Yeah. I mean, shit. yeah, but I mean that I shit is ominous. I do like that. I don't know if I like this whole thing, this whole segment as much, but I do like that whole gimmick. Yeah, I just it just uh, it died out quick because they haven't put it on TV as much, and that's why it's dying out, yeah. and I'm losing I'm losing investment on it. It's just like oh okay, just I hope they don't. Oh man, if if they next Wednesday on Dynamite, if it just goes to like no contest and they redo it again on Full Gear. I'm not watching that match because I do not want to see. I'm, I'm, I, not, I will skip that as my bathroom break because, and I love and I love Perry, you know, because I seen him in the, you know, seen him in the Indies. I was gonna say I this is Jungle Jack though. I know I seen him in the Indies, but I'm just uh, this story. Indies, PWG, all that shit. Uh, PWG bar wrestling, bar wrestling. Seen him everywhere. Just fuck this story needs to no. Get out of it. I'm tired of it. Ivan, you know he's better than this. That's why. Yeah, yes. Him. And we and we know it. No, uh, not to quote. I mean, we've him. even seen it in AEW. So yeah, it, it's he accurate. He can do better yeah. than this. He can do yeah. better than this. You're, you're not you're not serving me the dish that you could that that you're as good at preparing. And no, this is the, this was a TV dinner, Jungle Jack. What the fuck, man? <laughs> 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 the hungry man with Booker oh, T. Shit. I forgot and about that fucking porn seven dollar TV fucking in front of Jungle hungry. Jack. Hungry Jack, that's what it's hungry. Yes. hungry Jack. There you go. Oh, hungry Jack. Family oh, size, extra large. Family the, size. They rip me off for seven dollars. Hell no, that's not a hungry, hungry, hungry man. man. And you get like right, a slab of ribs that makes a McRib look legit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Really yeah, I, I, I've struggled, folks. I know. <laughs> hey, the struggle's real, man. I, hey, the struggle's real. I rather buy me a nine. every day, bro. Every hey, day. Buy me what you know, one of those, you know, two for a dollar burritos and that fucking shit. I, I would mm-hmm. enjoy that with a bag of chips. I'll be happy. With this shit. That was a struggle for me. But man, it's getting to me, event, gentlemen. Oh man, Ocho, the the good joke, the good joke. ESPN eight. <laughs> ESPN, hey, that's right. I'm gonna get that fucking. I'm gonna get it watched. ESPN, the Ocho, yeah. the Ocho. <laughs> the, oh, oh my god, shit! I'm gonna get that clip just for you. I'm gonna just for you. I'm gonna get it for you. Versus, of course, this childish piece of shit. I'm, he doesn't deserve to be named. I'm not gonna say his fucking name. <laughs> I'm just not this gonna motherfucker say right here. He, he, uh, <laughs> he named. He, he watched my bed. No, no. <laughs> This tongue-wagging motherfucker right here. (laughs) Versus, of course, Brian Danielson. The Daniels. And Daniel Garcia. The Daniels. There you go. Somebody posted on on Twitter the team Daniel Bryan because Daniel Garcia and Brian Danielson. And it's the the use of Daniel Bryan's name in WWE. 
the American Dragon Slayers. Hey, this could be like a fucking Mexican full name, like a Latino yeah. full name. It could be Brian, <laughs> Brian, Daniel Garcia Danielson. Like, like you know, you have like a Maria de Jesus Guadalupe de, de Ochoa Perez. I am the Dragon Slayer and the Dragon Tamer at the same time. And, and I can say that because I'm Mexican, all right? So don't get offended yeah. for audio platform oh, listeners, all right? I can say because I'm Latino. Yo lo puedo decir porque soy Latino. Okay. If you can't hear Latino on an audio podcast, you need to get your ears checked. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But deal and take this away, man. Oh take shit. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was a tremendous match. I just I gotta say, between last week and this week, and, and I'm gonna use another dodgeball quote, these table spots have just been ouchtown population you, bro. I mean, it, it, <laughs> Brian Danielson with the he go he hits the table but he hits the belt and it doesn't break. Then he gets the table spot and then the week before with Julia Hart and she goes through the table ass first and just cracks her head on the concrete. It's like maybe we need to stop with these table spots all the goddamn time. <laughs> but as far as the match, it was it was tremendous. It was. 50-50 all the way through. Even this tongue wagon, something about Mary Hair having spoiled motherfucker showed out and people still said he sucked. It was great. Uh, I, I love uh, I, I love the fact that, of course, the sports entertainers had to win with some dirty shit. It, 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 it just set things up to the point where you, you don't know if Danny Garcia is actually out of Jericho Appreciation Society or not which I loved, he could go back or he could go after Jericho and try to take that title. It could be someone like him or it could be someone like we were talking about before. Jay Lethal turns face, gets on a winning streak, and now he wants to bring honor back to that title that he held for so long. So if Danny doesn't go that route, maybe he goes back. If he if he does, then maybe he takes the title and maybe Jay gets left out. Poor guy, but oh well. Either way, you don't know what's going to happen, and it makes you want to tune the fuck in. It's very true. I like that. And so this this match did everything it was supposed to do, even though it had, like I said, a tongue wagon, something about Mary Hair having spoiled, rotten piece of shit in it. <laughs> but that's why he didn't get sent home, because he's in the main event while El Idolo was on Rampage. Who cares? That shit got canceled right away after that. That shit was like, nah, shut Easily. that down, homie. We'll put 10 in the fucking in the fucking trios match. He didn't need to lose his mask anyway. <laughs> if Tony really would have been a dick, he's like, okay, bookings changed. Adrade, you lose. Your career's done. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> Say hi to Charlotte. <laughs> oh, big dad, take it away, brother. No, like for all the people that are talking about saying, oh, he got the pin. Was it really a good pin for him? He, like he was knocked out. Uh, he was getting uh, subbed, and then Garcia just gets hit with the war title by Jericho, and then yeah. Sammy just goes like this. The ref could have just put him on top of us, and it would have been the same situation and then oh let's put him on a head let's overreact to it that's the whole JES way and they're just pandering against the crowd on purpose it was the right thing to do there because they knew that the uh, that the fans were 
gonna give Sammy uh grief. They're saying fuck you, Sammy, half the match. You still suck. You yeah. still so suck. So the end was the play like they had that finish the whole time. The fin- it was gonna be that finish, but the what they did afterwards I felt like was to play to the crowd to get them to react a little bit more because they're a heel uh group and they want to get that boo as much as possible. So that was them ad libbing, I think, at the end and doing it right, the whole story here. I think the one thing that I'm kind of confused and kind of adds intrigue to the whole Garcia and Jericho thing, you know how we said we feel like Jericho's going to go through all the world title, the past Ring of Honor World Champions, beat him, and then at the end of the day, it's going to be putting over Garcia as the world champ. What's going to happen with the pure title? Is he, When's he going to drop that? And because I feel like that's going to play a part at the end of the day in this rivalry is you have him going, I want to go where I want to go. You don't tell me. Maybe he does tease next week that he goes with the, uh, goes back. But then what if the JS cost him the title, the pure title in the match against a guy like, like I said, Lee Moriarty or somebody where he drops the pure title to, well, maybe Sammy takes the pure title from him. Oh, God, we don't know. No. I don't want it to, but please I mean, no. not right now. But, but I need somebody to take that title off because I feel like that's going to be the game changer for Dana Garcia to flip the switch and be like, okay, I'm not in this group anymore. I'm going on my own. I feel like he's going to go on his own the whole time. I don't think he's going to go to the combat club. I think he's just going to be Dana Garcia. He has the number two or three uh, high sold shirt in AEW right now, the Dragon Teamer shirt, for a reason because people are buying into the character that he has now. Just the no nonsense, I'm tough as shit. I'll face anybody, and now he's starting to do a little bit more with it, with the technicality with it. But I can't wait until he beats Jericho. That's why Jericho has the belt. This is the reason. People can hate him all he wants, all you want. He's doing what he has to do, and he's doing it great. He's putting the ROH title and making it important right now. I guess. Love it. <laughs> well, okay. Wait, you bet to differ on this? I mean. I, I mean, I, I just, I don't understand it. I really don't. Like, <laughs> I get it. I do get it. And. Why Jericho? Like, uh, hey, you can't be AEW champion anymore, but here's your consolation prize. Sorry, Claudio. We know it was your first belt. We have to make him the Ocho. It it just... Claudio's in the corner shaking, having WWE flashbacks right now, and everybody's like, oh, yay, Jericho's got the belt, and he's fucking over Ring of Honor. How's this help? I get How's it. Help? Okay. Is it get them on the network. Oh, here's this old. Here's this guy who used to be great with a Cracker Barrel body. He's the face of your company. We want a network. They're gonna be like, "Fuck out of here." <laughs> he did it with dynamite. 
three years ago. <laughs> he, he hasn't changed. He hasn't gotten worse. He hasn't gotten better. He's, yeah, he's, he's the same. Got hey, worse. Hey, he, he, has, he lost weight at least, man. At least he lost yeah. that. He's kind of hey, looking look and sounding like hey. the old man in the neighborhood that tells you to get off his yard. Hey, that, 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 that last game's Bandito, he did impress me. He did a good job of that yeah. match. The match he with really Bandito did. was good. I'll well, give him that much. Yes. But that then was... he had to turn around and clock Bobby Cruz. It's like, mother. Yep. go ahead, man. All right. This is how you get on network. Clock your announcer in the face. All right. Time for some aggressive moderate stance. This is Yeah, I'm I'm coming not passive aggressive, aggressive moderate. Yeah, aggressive moderate right here. Okay. I'll just check. We got to walk on a very fine line with what they do with Jericho here because if you have this heel Jericho hold that title too long, he's going to magically, the wizard wizard of sports entertainment suckiness is going to magically appear and he's going to become this monster that's half Triple H, half Jeff Jarrett. You know, oh god, <laughs> and again, how does that help? <laughs> that's why he can't hold that ring of honor title too long. Because if it's not Daniel Brian Danielson, it, it's gotta mm. be right away. You gotta do it right. Don't have him hold it too long and annoy everybody. Because I, I stopped watching TNA when, when Jeff Jarrett just kept like holding that belt. I'm like, mm-hmm. Jeez. and yeah. I stopped watching WWE when Triple H kept holding on to that belt. I don't. I'm trying to still watch WWE with that certain person holding both belts. <laughs> so what you gotta do with with Chris Jericho is make sure that this doesn't turn into a reign of terror. You know that that's the main that's the main thing they gotta watch out for. I mean, you know, don't let it. It's a hot, not hot potato, but this is, you can't let Jericho get too attached to it. Don't this is what what don't don't give don't give Chris Jericho belt abandonment issues. He's gonna be like, no, no, please. I don't think it's gonna be that. I don't think it's gonna be that. They're gonna have him they got the storyline. He he put it out there. He wants to beat all the former Ring of Honor champions. And you got the Ring of Honor. It's very uh, the company, it's very straightforward, like it's very respectful. You have a match, you shake your opponent's yeah. hand, whether you like him or code not. Of honor. Boom, boom, code of honor. That's why I like about it because he's doing the exact opposite. Yeah. He's making a mockery of it. Before Chris Jericho got the title, the big thing is what I was trying to say before is not a lot of people were talking about Ring of Honor. Like, oh, it's a joke, this and that. It's still a little bit of a joke because we still haven't gotten the show yet because of the stupid mergers going on and the pushing of that back. And the discovery is killing that right now. Uh, the whole uh, TV show happening at this moment. That's why it's kind of pushed back. But, yeah. But Chris Jericho's getting eyes and ears on Ring of Honor, the belts. People are talking about Ring of Honor. Whether you it's good, good or bad, people are, are talking about it. They're like, oh, I don't know Roosh. I don't know this guy. Because maybe some people, the casual fans, don't like, uh, know Ring of Honor. But casual people know Chris Jericho. I'm, I, I'd be ninety percent sure that a lot of people know who he is because he is a wrestler and a singer, and he's been around on TV. He's that big face. Whether he's past, his, he just whether he's too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whether he's past his prime or not, he's gonna get people to oh, tune in. Yeah, yeah. Well I, well, I know he's past his prime, 
But he's motherfucker gonna get looks to like Vince in. Neil now. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> he's no, gonna get people to tune in to Ring of Honor matches just because he's there, and he's gonna get people invested in just seeing what happens to that war title and what happens to Ring of Honor. If that works, it just can't be too, too, too long. You really no. gotta. You can't drag it out too much. Like, like I think it's just enough to get get the belt on to Garcia. Like I yeah, guess yeah, December I or January. Hey, uh, baby, like, I think I think right away after full gear, I think December should be the right time because like it, a final it, battle. Oh, have a final battle. Final battle. I'm exactly, I'm and, and it makes sense with that because with that you have Jericho, who's going over all these former Ring of Honor stars. You're really popping up Garcia to be your main, the main pinnacle of Ring of Honor, who can save Ring of Honor away from this guy. If they can do that. And just do it on a con- consistent basis. Him defeating, you know, all his peers, all his for- all former Ring of Honor stars, even Jay Lethal, which is why it makes sense. We see Lethal might turn face, and then him, he could be the last person before final battle. Jericho beats, you know, mm. Jay Lethal because Jay Lethal was the last champion before Jonathan Gresson. So then, and yeah. beats him, and then go after him, and then right there, Garcia will be the one to dethrone him. And God, you know, I'm just imagining. Like Danny Dose Straps, just pure yes. title ROH title. And we haven't seen that at what? When was the last time we saw that? Like Ring of Honor. Like this was like, who was it? It was uh shit. It was a guard. Brian. It was Daniel Ooh. Bryan, right? Oh no, Brian Danielson, right? That he it was title versus title. Pure, pure. Uh, was it him and Nigel Nigel McGuinness? Nigel McGuinness, right? That's what I thought of. Yeah, yeah it was him and Nigel McGuinness did, for title versus did title. Did Jay Lethal maybe have the TV title in the ROH World yes, title at the same time? He did. He did. When they, when, they were oh, yeah, the that, when they were the foundation, it was, yeah, they had to. Yeah, that would be, like, technically, the you know, the last one. But those two titles, yeah, I think it was Danielson. Yeah. So I think we could see that happen. I, and, and, but I would love it. I, I, I agree with Matt. I know they shouldn't delay it this long. But as long as they can do it, like, every other Wednesday, not every fucking Wednesday, because then then it will be like, hello, wait, waiting for you. It's like this fucking Luchasaurus and Christian Cage fucking feud. It's almost the same. <laughs> Fuck, I don't want that anymore. Just you know. Can we move happen. on? Can we move on already? Because I want this to happen already. You get me? So, Jesus. But I mean, uh, I digress, man. But I, I can't wait, man. I'm excited for this weekend. There's so much shit. Man, it, you know, final thoughts before we close it out here, gentlemen, on this. Holy shit. Uh it's going to be a busy weekend, and I'm a couple hours away from being up 24 hours straight. So enjoy wrestling. If it's not your cup of tea, let somebody else drink it. <laughs> yep. There you go. Oh, man. There we have it. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Three hours of fantastic. We did three hours once again, but it's just a lot of pro wrestling. You know, we can have a little bit. Delirious. <laughs> yes. Well, I but, but by the way, look for I'm looking forward to Brian um, Brian. Uh, we got Nick Gage versus John Moxley title versus uh, career match in Atlantic City this Saturday, and they're doing oh. it outside. Uh, they're doing it outside under the lights. Whoa! Have the match outside. That should on be the, cool. Is it on, on, on the pier? Is on the boardwalk? boardwalk? Yeah, it's I'm on the boardwalk. There. Nice. I, is, uh, I, I was actually I was supposed to go, but then of course my cousin has to get married. Of course, of all days, you know, 
will fall. Damn it, cousin, my IQ. What's wrong with you? <laughs> falling in love in the ball. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is about that time because, man, I know I appreciate everybody for tuning in for these fantastic three hours. And man, Autobots transform and roll out. That is right, because I want to go ahead and thank me, Familia, right here. The psych, of course, the psycho himself, Dom, and Dad for taking the, the opportunity here and their time, spending three hours with us speaking good shit of professional wrestling. And there's a lot happening this weekend, and I cannot wait. And man, I appreciate you, Dom. I appreciate you, Dad. Dad, of course, is my other host for the New Japan show. And I know we're gonna be we're gonna be busy next week for sure. We're gonna be busy next week, you know, Dan and I. So I'm looking forward for you know decoration of power. Jesus, man, that's just gonna be something that I'm excited for. Uh, that's yep. coming up uh, next Tuesday. We'll talk about that. If by the time we take out World Quest at that time, we might fucking do that. Maybe that Friday, you no, know, next Friday instead of top five, we'll probably do that. And yeah. We'll see. It all depends how. That. I'm looking forward. But gentlemen, shout out the socials. Give the people what they want. So I'll start off, of course, with Dan. Let the people know where can they catch the man with the greatest IQ that Gato should have and Bushida board, especially fucking Tony Khan, and especially the guy with the slick hair who causes bullshit on social media and gets them in an event still. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can find me on uh, social media on Twitter at KJIQ. You can find me on Instagram at CageMyIQ. And then all my contents on YouTube, so just search CageMyIQ. Of course, you see my logo right there. Uh, just subscribe to my channel. Uh, check out all the content on there. Uh, I mean, like me, Tim, and Brett just did our uh, Decoration of Power uh, prediction show on there. So check that out. I got an interview coming up with the. Chris Barnett uh, of the USC. That's coming up in the next couple of days. Ooh, and, you that. know, I'm getting ready to do my preview for UFC Fight Night 62. And, of course, just in, for everybody, just enjoy all the wrestling uh, that we got right now. We're so lucky enough to have all these uh, organizations out here to watch. Just enjoy it. You know, if it, just like uh, Dom said, if you don't like it, just like, just watch what you do like. Yeah. Don't drink it. If it's not your cup of tea, don't yeah. drink it and pass it on, man. That's what I love about the, yeah. the D-O-M. Speaking of D, the D-O-M, let the people know where can they find the T-R-W-T. I'm going to make this easy because I'm tired, y'all. We're now now a member of the Rewind Wrestling Network, and you can find our audio podcasts, our our YouTube YouTube shows, everything on the Rewind Wrestling Network at their link tree on YouTube, wherever podcasts are distributed. Just search for Rewind Wrestling Network. That's W-R-E, W-I-N-D, P-O-D, C-A-S-T. Ain't we great? (laughs) <laughs> but also they have the most incredible incredible award-winning pwi and award-winning the league of extraordinary podcast we do instagram name i'll do it for you because i know 
You've been here with us for three hours, so I'll fucking do it for you, man. I woke I up at like 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours later. Two hours later. <laughs> but yes, I'm going to try to do it as how fucking how Don was saying or Bruce was saying. So you can find Top Rope on Instagram at top underscore rope underscore wrestling underscore talk. And that's in all lower cases. The most, the, the greatest, the, worst. the, the greatest, <laughs> and that's the worst Instagram name of all time. PWI Award, and of course the League Award as well. And that is right. And I'm, and thank you guys for so much for tuning in. And for all of our audio platform listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you guys up in Germany, Switzerland, all around Europe. That's good. We get to still choose. And of course, me let Latino America. Gracias. Latinoamérica, gracias por escuchar aquí en Cerco Debate. No se olviden de suscribir aquí a mis sus hermanos. Uh, aquí mi hermano Dom y mi hermano Dan. Suscribe uh, al Top Rope Wrestle Talk. Eh, lo pueden encontrar en el Rewind Wrestling Network. Ahí lo pueden encontrar en la descripción. Está abajo también al señor Dan. O lo pueden encontrar KHMIQ. Y saludos a toda Latinoamérica, México, Colombia, Salvador, Nicaragua, Brasil... Honduras, Puerto Rico, Cuba, Dominica Dominicana, saludos a todos. And of course, my, our Philippines, Matt, let them know, because you're listening in the Philippines. Buhay, kumusta kayo, you know, sige na, sige na po. Yeah, there you go, there you go. And we'll be back here, by tomorrow, top five DX moments, since their 25 year anniversary Ooh. are coming. So... I'll be, you know, the director and I will be talking about that. And also on Friday morning, you will be seeing on my interview with the warlord of weird, Sin Bodhi, as he's getting prepared for the PCW Ultra, you know, for the championship coming up on October 21st that we're sponsoring, of course, Set in Stone in Wilmington, California, for all your SoCal Pro Wrestling fans. Buy your tickets now. I and bye-bye. Buy them now because we will be there. I will be there. And, uh, and Simbody has a lot to say about. Is that Sumi Sakai? Sumi Sakai will be there as well. Women and of Honor champion, former women. Former, of Honor. yes, former. Wow, yes, Women of Honor world champion. Of course, don't forget as well. Since Mike Dunham is not here, I'll plug it in for him. For all you guys are and ladies, especially men, for all you want to get your keep your balls clean, keep them nice and fresh and smelling great for all the women. Purchase all your merchandise at. Badscape.com. You can get your discount by putting the promo code DeLorean. You get 20% off on all your merchandise that you purchase from Manscaped.com. Make sure you do that and use them, you know, use the promo code DeLorean for your family jewels. You know, exactly. You do that. You do that. So once again, wipe it all off. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is the host TV's one I've been seeing here with my other host, Matt MGC, Mr. 69, Matt Callis. But my other host, of course, Mr. Uh, Mr. IQ himself, Dan Bakley, of course, and of course the D O M of podcasting himself, the South Philly Psycho, the D O M Dom Top Rope saying that here the League of Extraordinary Podcast, Top Rope Wrestle Talk, Cage by IQ and the Circle of Debate, Wrestling DeLorean don't just do podcasting. We don't just we, do podcasting. We make history. Oh, I like that. 
Good job. Over. Will. Over and over. Make. Over and over. History. Over and over and 